that there'd be plenty of newspapers with plenty of different people controlling them, so that there's a variety of viewpoints, so that there's a choice for the public. And you shouldn't be trying to turn this into a subsequent media circus. Good morning, sir. How are you? Hophead's <laughs> <laughs> TV right. is the future. You don't need to react that way to my idea. <laughs> TV shows are great. They're very, it could be like a reality show. Twitch stream. Ugh. No. <laughs> no. What games are we going to play? Media. I only play. Not we done. could do. I, I want to do a Twitch stream of me playing Sonic Dash on my phone because I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you are, Tom. I don't care if anyone watches cool. it. Okay, excellent. Okay, uh, okay, all right. Oh, yeah, right. right. We're, it's a podcast. <laughs> we have to introduce right. everything. Hello, Hello <laughs> every <laughs> audiences. <laughs> Hello, audience. Of all <laughs> dement- dimensions. Nice to um, see you again. Okay, sorry. Ha- Hello, everyone. My name is Coward Huntington. Hi, Coward. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm Rachel. I can't help it. You're like looking at me funny, so I can't look at you. Well, yeah. And, and, and hi, I'm Zeb. Hello, nice Zeb. to see you. All. Hi, Zeb. Hello, Zeb. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, op, op, Opeds is a podcast exploring where our opinions and perspectives actually come from. When we research and consume news media. Traditional media. So yes. today we're talking about hashtag free Britney. Um, uh, do you, have you guys, like, do you know much about this? Do you feel like you're yes. that informed about it? I am. Um, yes. I was, I've been following this for ages, ever since it happened. Oh, I was just like so shocked when I heard about it. And I was shocked that it take, it took me yeah. what, like, how old am I? Twenty-five years to find out about it. Okay, well, I guess it wasn't. It hasn't been happening since I was born. It happened in <laughs> two thousand and eight. Well, this, this is the thing. Well, so for, just for anyone listening, this is the first part of the show. So the way the show works is like we just talk about it pretty freely and honestly about like what we know, and then we go off. We go down a couple of different research paths, and then we come back and see how our opinion changed. I can't hear what Zeb's saying. Yeah, because he speaks so when, quietly. You need to stop mumbling. When he murmurs, I can't understand. His <laughs> <No. laughs> Zeb's just a murmur in the corner, in whispering. The murmur whispering in the Zeb. corner. <laughs> no, it's like a heart murmur. That's <laughs> even worse. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a lot better. <laughs> Very good. Anyways, sorry. This is um, mean. I think I think what's interesting about like I've listened to to like I didn't really because I'm not on Twitter. I don't follow these things. But what I think is interesting is. Is like I've had conversations with Anna where I've been talking about Britney Spears or whatever, and like, and I, and I'd be like, oh yeah, because she had that that big breakdown and she went crazy, and then she was like, but like, what? How did she go crazy? I'm like, oh, she shaved her head. And sometimes <laughs> I think that like, it, it's weird the stuff I've just absorbed where there's heaps of things where I'm like, yeah, didn't she go like completely insane? Like I don't really remember what she did, but I just know that she went insane. Which I mean, I think she does certainly struggle with like mental health issues and a lot of like there's so much pressure on her since she was like 15 like from all these cretins in her life and everything 
But like definitely like, you know, the media has played such a big part in her whole life and it sort of filters into to people like me who are just passively not understanding much about it at all, you know. Mm, for sure. That, yeah, I, that makes sense. I just always, I don't know, I think because, yeah, well, she had her her breakdown or nervous mm. break meltdown, whatever the media calls it, which for the record is just so horrible. The way that the media treated that whole situation oh, was yeah, just like yeah, yeah. amplified it to the point where anyone in her situation would have reacted the way that she did and I yeah, feel exactly, terrible yeah. for her. Um, I think I th- I think it's like the I think like I don't know like how it, it could possibly feel to be followed around by papa like not just followed around but like hounded by paparazzi and like when you see footage of like the way that like it, it it's like to exist as as her at that time period when the paparazzi were really hitting her hard like I I couldn't go an hour like that you know like I it's know so it's it's so horrible and also yeah just the way that her entire life was and just yeah, um, yeah. a lot of her songs like Lucky so sad mm. about her like hating her life and like not wanting to be in that position and like not wanting to be the yeah, yeah. superstar that she was um, and just kind of like you know wanting to live a normal life and then being pressured into that kind of world of fame. Having just, no chance to have a, 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 her own personality. Yeah, because like, she was she like really nine. She second was second to breathe. Yeah, she was like nine years old when she started getting famous. When she was a part of like the Mickey Mouse Club and everything. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, she got huge when she was like fifteen, and then yeah, just became yeah. like a sex symbol at fifteen, which is also yeah, so is fucked. Yeah, just, like when you people... think about that, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe that the way that she was portrayed in the media as a fifteen year old child was yeah, portrayed yeah. as this, like, sex symbol. I'm like, oh, And, the, and, so the, and the people in her life since she was that age just, like, not letting her get a moment's sleep. And 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 I guess this is kind of what leads towards the uh, hashtag free Britney stuff. Zeb, I'm interested to know uh, what you know or think about any of this. Yes. Uh... I and what your favorite what your favorite album in order? Of, <laughs> yeah, let's all say what our favorite Britney song is first. Go. Uh, um, um, toxic. <laughs> I remember toxic. I uh, I don't know. I I don't. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't really have a favorite Zeb? Britney Spears song. I'm not a huge Britney Spears Zeb. fan. I would say every time. You know, yes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The one from uh, from Spring Breakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's the one. Um, the conservatorship, I think, is like uh, – th- the, so a conservatorship, basically, my idea of what it is anyway is kind of like – it's sort of usually like uh, – like it's usually reserved for people that have like something like dementia or something like that or, or a drug addiction so bad that like there's no prospect that, that that person or that entity or whatever can take care of themselves and so they need to have their kind of like uh, – Finances, their finances, and also mm-hmm. like everything kind of dictated by another person. So they, yeah, I they think become a something... dependent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's something like there's something legally like there's something I know that in like the state she's in, there's something about how like that the powers of that that extension are like uh, are heightened. Like there's a bunch of stuff I don't really get it legally or whatever. But I think the point is is like normally like. It can make sense, maybe, I don't know, for someone who's really, you know, burned out or whatever, like, the, the, but, like, normally it doesn't last this long, and as far as I can tell, she keeps, they keep, because, you know, everyone involved, including, like, her people that, like, you know, end up being her lawyers or whatever, 
end up just making millions off the fact that she's got a conservatorship and that her father has like control over her whole life. Um, so that they like she can't really get out of it because they keep granting the extension of the conservatorship well past where normally, you know, like it's meant to get her back on her feet. But I mean, she can't kind of do it because of like, I don't know, like it's just uh, like that's kind of the idea, right, of like what's going on. Right. Well, yeah. So a conservative conservatorship is basically it's a legally binding thing deemed by some court order or some legal document or whatever that the um the law i guess the law deems someone unfit to be able to take care of themselves and their finances so that they yeah. need to appoint someone in order to do that for them and so yeah. after the uh britney's like meltdown or breakdown in 2007 the law deemed her uh mentally unable to like take care of herself and because her dad was like her manager or had already basically been in charge of her finances and everything like her entire life they just put it onto him um and it's just continued that way ever since and she's there have been a few appeals and there have been like moments where she's gone to like obviously remove it and like take back her Mm. control and gain that independence again but yeah as you said it's just very much just like rich lawyers everyone just kind of continuing the conservatorship because of her dad being able to yeah yeah fund it and there's this some is other, yeah you know obviously what i assume is happening but there's some other there's like a bunch of like reptiles that have kind of followed her around her whole life kind of like keeping like keeping money out of her hands and like kind of like taking more and more control over her life and i think like i don't know like it's it's like i know there's a lot of speculation about like the first breakdown because it felt like Maybe, like, you know, there were psychological issues there, like, and I, but the breakdown itself is weird because you, like, I'm, and we'll get into it on the show, I don't, like, know we need to discuss it right now, but I think it's all kind of a little iffy and it's not allowed to talk about basically anything. It yeah. hasn't really, since, she, but even before this, she's sort of very, like, it's very hard for her to talk about anything that's going on in her life or whatever, like. Mm. Yeah, well, she but doesn't th- really, she's got a great Instagram presence. She's so fun. I love her Instagram. She's yeah, and then this is the thing is is like the with the free Britney thing. Uh, there's like, and everyone's extremely well meaning, and for the most part, it seems like they're bang on. But then it seems like that the 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 Twitter like following and like um like reading into a lot of her posts and and really looking behind like what what is she trying to say when she posts this or says that like uh, uh, like and I don't know whether it's right or wrong. I I, I don't I have no idea at all. But, like, it gets deep. I just know that I've heard it being, like, I've referred to as, like, as deep in, in um, narratively as QAnon gets. Like, that there's right. there's certain offshoots of it that go, like, extremely into things. Because I feel like but this I is, like, know. a bit of a... This is, like, a bit of a... Um, it is something that people on the internet like to do, you know? Like, there's all of those yeah, stories yeah. of... Uh, like YouTubers who they're like, oh no, she's being held prisoner and she's being forced to make these videos and all this kind of stuff. And people do really mm. like delving into these weird sort of like mysteries, you know? I think like, you know, you get these online communities that, 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 uh, you know, tried to figure out where the, where the, um, uh, the Malaysian flight, uh, where the Malaysian plane wound up in the ocean and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And, uh. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a funny thing because I think people start to think it's just really fun, but then. Yeah. It, it's like, but it's a real thing that someone's going through. Yeah, exactly. They don't realize that someone is on the receiving end of this and that putting these like subtextual ideas into someone's Instagram captions, 
for like the internet community thinks it's just kind of like, you know, a little bit of a, a treasure hunt trying to like solve a mystery. Yeah, yeah. But for yeah. Brittany or for the other person on the receiving end of it, they're probably like, that is not what I was trying to say. Like, you know, you, we don't know and, what And she seems feeling. quite... She seems quite like she's dealt with mania. Like, she seems quite manic. And it feels like she's dealt with mania a lot in her life so far, like, judging, which will, you know. But I think also, like, I think it's hard when, if, you know, like, you see something happening that you, you know, and for the most part, I think they're probably right about everything that they're sort of exposing. But I think, like, you see something and you you kind of piece it together and it's, like, pretty clear that, like, something really, like, really, really horrible is going on. She shouldn't really have a conservatorship or not with this amount of power or for this long. And she can't see her kids and they're taking so much money. They're making so much money out of her. But then, like, you know that and you think, like, well, i got to do something. And you go on Instagram and you watch all her videos and then you start maybe, I don't know, like, just piecing things together. That, and maybe they are true, but I don't know. I know there's a lot of, like pouring over everything she posts again well, and again it's and again just, just to find I little think, sim- symbols and messages. Yeah, and I think like Zeb and I were talking about this literally last night about viewing something through a very different lens once you have knowledge. Like once yeah, you know yeah. about this free like this free Britney movement and like the struggles that she's going through and then when you look at her Instagram page, you're going to view that through that lens. Like you're going to view that as being like, oh my yeah, God, she's yeah. being held against her will and like she's got no mm. control, she's got no independence. And so then you're mm. going to then read into those posts and things and you're going to be like, oh my God, is she trying to say something? Like it's always, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, once you have knowledge, you can't really... <laughs> Once you go there, you can't go back. Exactly know. right, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It reminds me a lot of um, it, it, it's Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys, right? I think where there's that movie I watched ages ago called Love and Mercy, and it's kind of like the, a similar situation where like she's also doped out of her mind on like something that seems like maybe she does. I don't know. Like it's hard to say, but like it feels like they're giving her too much medication, so that she seems like to be very up and down. Um, and yeah, the whole thing's just, the whole thing, no matter what, it's, it's fucking sinister and it's fucking horrible. I like, you know, I really, you know, like have so much sympathy for her and stuff like, it's just like, you know, I don't know, like you really like, like finding out just about anything. If you look at any one year of her, of that woman's life and then look at just the way that people like the reptiles devoured her completely. It's like, you know, the entertainment industry is just the, the most horrible place in the worst horrible thing in the world. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree. I don't really I know what too. else to say. Sam, <laughs> you sound a little edgy. <laughs> <laughs> I just get I get very touchy when we're talking about Britney because I'm very, very invested <laughs> in this story. But you she does seem really nice. I went I did like I, a couple months ago I went through her and I was like scrolling through her Instagram and looking at like videos and there is something sad and I don't know, like she looks like she's trying to make the best of like her situation but yeah yeah definitely does look like someone who's kind of trapped yeah for sure exactly yeah yeah well i think great. i think uh so in terms of research my my sort of like like we're going to go off and research different elements of like uh you know i like different pathways of research i'm going to kind of focus on just like the sort of like as objectively as i can kind of just the 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 story behind how she ended up in the conservatorship and how that works and like how she got to that point or whatever. And then the breakdown that led to it. Yep. In, uh, I, in, in inverted commas. I reckon I'm going to try and yeah, again <laughs> with as little bias as I can, which is going to be hard because I love Brittany, but I'm going to try and just research like 
court documents, legal documents surrounding the conservatorship. Am I saying mm. that right? Conservatorship. I think it's conservatorship. I think it conservatorship, is conservatorship. Yeah. Um, conservatorship. So yeah, I'm just going to kind of be very much about trying to find the facts, trying to find the legality and like all of that kind of stuff behind what her situation is, how many appeals, like what her rights are, you know. Yeah, and, how it how it works legally. Yeah, and I guess I guess from that things. from that standpoint, like without kind of like you know from a strictly legal basis, it'll be hard to like see. It, it'd be interesting to see whether or not like it it would it, that would dictate that like oh it's all fine legally it's legally sound you know. Yeah, well, who knows? Because I've got a got a brain on this noggin. <laughs> <laughs> you can see past the little. Also, just this is almost. I can read this between the just... lines. <laughs> Don't you worry about that, Buster. Okay. Well, Zeb, what are you going to research? Yeah, I, I'm going to look. I'm going to try and like dive into the uh, the um, the conspiratorial like uh, Twitter, Instagram like theories, and yeah, jump into that rabbit hole. I think. All right. Sounds good. And I think, I think go like, I think the, like to go as deep as possible is the idea. Cause I know that for the most part, it's just people kind of like, it feels like what people are saying is pretty much true, but I know that I've heard that it gets to the point where it's very, very intense. Yeah. Very, well, I want to get deep. to, I want to like, yeah, find the QAnon level conspiracy theories. So mm. That sounds very weird. <laughs> it does. I yeah. Agree. Yeah. And we should all, well, I want to because the documentary is coming out. Um, it's, it's bun. It's being produced by the New York Times, and it's coming out on the fifth of Feb. So, so we'll all we'll, maybe we'll all watch the doco as sort of uh, as a little bonus. We'll also like chat about that as well and see what comes out there because who knows? Everything could be different by then. It's true. Yes, yes. it's by the New York Times. <laughs> yes. Who knows? Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, um, we'll quickly wrap this up. Uh, have a good research. We'll see you, in Thank you very next much. week and we'll chat about Goodbye. what we've learned. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs> see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm going to hang up. One sec. Hello, listeners. Over the week, Zeb followed the hashtag Free Britney movement on YouTube, Reddit, and Twitter. Rachel sourced court documents from freebritney.net, People Magazine, USA Today, and Associated Press. They also watched the documentary Framing Britney Spears. Cowards listened to three episodes of Page 7 and read articles from Rolling Stone, Insider, Access, and more. For a full list of sources for this episode, head to www.cowardspace.com forward slash opheads. I mean, if there's one thing I've learned this week, it's that I, my dreams of fame have evaporated. I no longer, I no longer want mega stardom. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds fucking awful. It doesn't sound fun. It sounds I- more. It sounds just more like you get the dream for like two seconds and then everything shattered with reality. But I don't even know because, like, it feels like with her, if you take just a, any cross section of about any six months of her whole life, it, it's just miserable. Like, I, I don't know if there was ever a time where it seemed like she was enjoying herself and not being, like, manipulated by a bunch of sort of uh, goons. goons. Sounds and- like she may have enjoyed her time at the. Um, with Paris Hilton. Uh, in the, no, in the Mickey Mouse Club. 
No, 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 no. Come on. You know, we know. We know no, I Disney. think like when she started actually, like once her single started like hit platinum, I think she did. Like there was a bunch of interviews with her where she was really happy and she was able to start being creative and kind of controlling her image. And like, because I guess like the main thing that we, well, I got from the documentary is that the narrative of Britney being manipulated from the get go was very much like what we have heard but from this documentary it sounds like not quite right it sounds like at the beginning oh, really? she was very much in control and she was the one that was kind of dictating how she wanted her career to go and then it was only over time that obviously as she got bigger and bigger the manipulations and the control started affecting her and then she wasn't able to be in charge and be in control of her life anymore that's I, bit- I also wonder if like she just didn't realize the kind of like how she was being manipulated in at that point. Yeah, for sure. But I think I think when... that she probably was. Like... Well, I think the, from the from what I've uh, because uh, Hulu wouldn't let me watch what you you guys got to see, so I've got different uh, sources of information or whatever. But like from the stuff I've like, well, we'll get into it. But like from what I've hodgepodge together, it really seems like she gained some freedom in terms of like the music she wanted to make after the first album, but still had, like, uh, managers and lawyers and, and record people, like, um, pouring over her image the whole time and never really... And, and never had, like, moment to breathe and, and uh, wasn't really allowed, like, I think, like, one hour of her own private time a week. Like, and she would just pretty much work from the time she was in Mickey Mouse Club up until the breakdown, but... Well, she didn't, actually. The Mickey Mouse Club happened, and then it was two years later that she, yeah, she went blew back up. To high school and all yeah, that. she went back to high school. To oh yeah, yeah. No, so sorry. Mm. Since like since hit, hit me, baby, one more time or whatever. Like since the first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, For well, sure. well, let's get into it, and and uh, I'm gonna jump into it. And, yeah, you guys slot things in wherever you hear, because I wasn't I wasn't blessed. I wasn't blessed with the <laughs> with the documentary. So maybe. And I, yeah, I had to I had to join up with a couple of um, free Britney Facebook groups to get the link yeah there you go is there is there an ongoing theory that like they were trying to not let us watch it <laughs> uh not not one that's been picked up by 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 britney fans there was well, a lot of people being I'm, like i'm, I'm from norway my... how do i watch it and then <laughs> yeah, and yeah, i'm yeah, from yeah. australia how do i watch it but uh i don't know if anyone jumped onto the i'm well i know her dad didn't want it to happen her dad. Oh, well, I mean, I'm sure that there was an effort to keep the thing from coming out. Yeah, at, yeah. Like, at some point. But it's also <laughs> not that, like, damaging. Because it's done by yeah. the New York Times. Like, they can't be... They can't be scathing <laughs> in the people that they're representing too harshly. I'm not, I'm not talking about them repressing it from the masses. I'm talking about them repressing it from me. That's my concern. Oh. <laughs> specifically, yeah. Yes, I think I not know. for you. You were doing a podcast, and we managed to sneak through undercover into those groups. But Yeah, exactly. I know. They were fucking tracking me down. I was, I was You're getting... just very... <laughs> Fulu and Fulu and Julu, all those ones. I was getting. Yeah, keep, but at least we now have a free in the conservative ship hashtag that Tom's been posting about on Instagram. <gasps> <Exactly. Twitter>. Thomas, <laughs> no, 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 no. Shame on you. I, I mean, like, all right, well, let's let's get into kind of what our like. Maybe we'll wait till the end to sort of reserve our ideas about like what is fair, mm, what yes. isn't fair, what's legal and what's not. I mean, it's all. Regardless of like even beyond the conservatorship, it, it everything to me is so dark. I don't know, like, a, well, anyway, I'll just I'll let the I'll let the episode speak for itself. We'll get to that. I don't know. Um, so I, I wanted to start off with uh, like I, I picked out two quotes because uh, I really wanted I really want to try and set up kind of the sort of 
what the media, where the media was at around the time of her breakdown. Okay. So this is the first one. This is from Rolling Stone. This is in 2020. Um, and this is a direct quote from the article. Uh, Spears was placed under a, a conservatorship in 2008 following a series of public breakdowns. However, in filing by her lawyer, Samuel D. Ingram, Spears feels the structure of the conservatorship must change substantially in order to reflect the major changes in her current lifestyle and her stated wishes. A growing group of supporters who have been concerned about Spears question the conditions and motives of her conservatorship and have been advocating for the pop star under the hashtag Free Britney. Um, and then this is from Rolling Stone in 2008, one day after her suicide attempt. A world without Britney, where she is set aside in rehab or a psychiatric center, is hard to contemplate. She's the canary in the coal mine of our culture, the most vivid representation of the excess of the past decade. She didn't think there was a tomorrow worth saving for, and neither did we. After blaming everyone else for her problems, Brittany's finally starting to realise the degree to which she's messed up, but her sense of entitlement keeps her from admitting it to herself or anyone else who's trying to help oh her. Oh, my God. Oh, my that's God. That, that article, that's not even, Whoa. like, there's more, there's, there's so much in that article. Like, she's referred to as a swamp thing, as a brat. What? What? As like a, she's compared to like, she's like, something like, I don't have the direct quote here, but something about like her being the George Bush of the celebrity world, like except (gasps) George Bush leaves office or something like it's like, and it's not, it's like, God, I I, I suppose my point in reading those at the beginning is not necessarily to say that Rolling Stone are hypocrites, although they are gross. Mm. Um, It's more that the way that we talk about celebrities in 2007 and 8 with TMZ and everything was very specifically a very toxic, uh, especially toxic time for someone to go through something like she went through. Um, and I'm kind of just going to like talk about, I'm, I'm going to try and not focus and get lost in the woods too much in her career and just focus on specific issues that led to the conservatorship and the breakdown. But I think it's important to know that like, it's hard to imagine living with that degree um, of control over your life and also uh, like, you know, with the, the way that the press were harassing her. Yeah, and yeah like the, kind oh, of yeah. the scrutiny of like every kind of introvert. Of her yeah, being. exactly. Like, and, and, like Just every time you leave the house, you have people taking photos of you and watching you in every single moment. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's like, it's one of those things when, you know, they talk about celebs that, you know, got famous young a lot and they say, oh, they never got to have a childhood. And you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you really think about how, uh, you know, stress uh, builds and works and, like, how much that would really weigh on you. And, like, uh, yeah, anyway, so I'm going to – so, like, I'm mostly going to focus on the years of, like, 2002 up to the breakdown in 2008, and I'll probably gloss over quite a lot of stuff. But I'm trying to really not get, like, lost in the woods and just stick to the, the, you know, aspects of her mental health and her um, family life. If I can. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So, uh, you know, like her early home life, uh, was, uh, was very unstable. Um, and there's a, there's a bunch of like, I mean, a lot of it comes from her mum's books and her mum is someone who, I don't know, is like characterized as like, she usually stands out of, uh, out of everything and doesn't really get involved enough and sort of like is, is someone who like, she, she writes a lot of books, but she doesn't do a lot of active help in Britney's life. So she's kind of this kind of controversial figure who sort of pops her head in and out and kind of like, is very apologetic to some of the people in her life that have been more toxic. Um, 
and uh, her her father Jamie. There's there's like uh, I think from her mum's book, from Lynn Spears's book. There's accusations that he well he's definitely abusive to her. But whether or not he was abusive to Britney is kind of subject to whether or not we listen to Lynn Spears, which I'm like, I don't know, it doesn't matter what I think really. But I mean, it sounds like he, he was definitely like an abusive person, certainly abusive to her mother. Um, I've got a quote from her uncle from an article in the Mirror. Uh, her uncle Willie, Jamie's brother, bore witness to some ugly incidents. He says, one time Jamie was drunk and tried to drive off with Britney in the car. She was no more than five years old. I tried to stop him, so I reached into the truck and grabbed the keys to the ignition, and he punched me. We got right into it there by the car, fighting in front of in front of her. Brittany was jumping up and down, crying. Lynn had to run and get her inside. We Spears men are known for fighting. If Brittany happened to be there, so be it. And that's kind of like a, you know, an article that just sort of outlines like a lot of different, you know, stories and incidents that seem to just be kind of a daily occurrence in like the the you know home that she grew up in. So, um, you know, and like. As we'll get to, Jamie Spears is the is is you know in in and out of control of her conservatorship, and she seems pretty like uh, would be pretty happy to get him out of her life. Um, so to really gloss over her career, uh, Britney started in the all new Mickey Mouse Club at eleven and became a highly successful career as a pop singer with the release of "Hit Me Baby One More Time," or I think it's actually just "Baby One More Time." That's it's, yeah. dot, it's dot 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 baby one more time. Yep. Um, yeah, so she, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, it, we're not here to really talk about her music career, but, yeah, she blew up. It was huge. She was totally infantilized. I mean, I don't know what you guys have seen from the doco, but from what I've got, like, her management were were completely pouring over her image and kind of, like, I know that there's a lot of things to point to. Like, one of them is from the get-go, she wasn't allowed to sing in her, like, usual voice tone. She was forced to sing, like, a little like a little baby. She wasn't allowed to sing. Yeah. Like with her natural deep voice, and um, and I keep seeing this reportage. It comes. There's a lot of stuff that like is reported that seems to come from just a friend. And so I don't know how much we can validate this stuff, but if we believe, you know, dot dot like in in quotation marks, a friend, um, they were in control of like everything down to like the panties that she wore. They would pick out for her, um, and um, sort of like was sort of pushed into this image of being kind of like the. Uh, virginal, like, uh, infantilization of her, like, image and, like, completely out of control of her own music and, and um, you know, like, marketed towards middle-aged men as this, like, 16-year-old, yeah, right. like, yeah. Um, See, with the doco, it was actually quite different. Like, the way that um, it started out, they'd interview, like, people that she'd worked with and, like, her kind of, like, nanny or, like, assistant and all of them the people that were talking about it who had been interviewed, they were saying how, like, she was very much – she decided what she wanted to wear and, like, she decided on, like, the dance moves and she decided on what she wanted her image to be. And she kind of um, – which, obvi- I don't know, I obviously, like, I think it was kind of a mixture of both. And because she was so yeah, young, yeah. she was just very vulnerable and influenced by what other people would say. So she could, what, like, Zeb just mentioned, be thinking that she was in control but – in reality, yeah, sure, she sure, could have sure. just been like, you know, actually not in control at all. But um, yeah, she was like very much because I know like the way that the documentary kind of portrayed it was that her fan base and her audience were teenage girls. And like that's what mm. they were marketing it towards. And they're like they're wanting it to seem like a teenage girl. And like even Britney herself said she's like, yeah, like a girl wants to be sexy, but then she also wants to be herself and like embrace her kind of like Christian religion and like yeah, yeah. be... um. 
humble and that kind of thing and it was trying to play on both sides of that kind of personality and that being like a young girl in America. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, but this is what the documentary is saying and, you know... I, th- I think it's it's Who obviously knows? it's I think it's like uh, like because again like uh like you know like it, it it could be it could go a lot of ways I know that Britney Spears definitely before two thousand from what I from what I've read like after two thousand she sort of seized more control but yeah who knows I mean it's hard to say like without talking to her and then a lot of the sources that I've like some of the sources I go to will kind of dispute a lot of what she said herself about like the early years because it's like all oh, well she can like marketing has decided what she's going to say and everything so like I mean who knows with a lot of this stuff it's kind of hard like because you you either have to believe the management or believe her or believe her mum and uh all of them can be kind of dubious but yeah for mm. sure I mean I yeah I haven't seen the doc but that's what I got um yeah yeah, well, I think the the people in the the like all of the information that's in the doc is coming from the people who were kind of around her at that time, and mm. so yeah, okay, okay, yeah. There's they've they are obviously kind of have their own opinion on it because a lot of the time they like worked with Britney, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. They they have like a bit of a vested interest in 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 saying like no, no, she you know she took control over yeah. everything that she yeah. like, wanted to do because like absolutely if yeah. if, she, if they say that they that that wasn't the case then they're sort of like responsible for that control yeah for sure yeah for sure true and also i think but at the same token a lot of the stuff that i get is from just an anonymous friend so i mean like (laughs) yeah i I think kind of the point is when it's someone that is this famous uh yeah and and like there's so much reportage on her like you know you look at any one month there's like 25 like she was really like you know like people were paying them in the rolling stones article like the rolling stone article the one i quoted at the beginning the gross one there was a bit where, like, her, well, which we'll get into, it's, like, way later on in this timeline, but there's a bit where, like, her management at the time, this kind of gross guy who kind of, like, snuck in right before a conservatorship and, like, kind of, like, took over her uh, life. Oh, yeah. Sam Lufty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was like, there was this whole dialogue about him trying to get $2 million for the interview. Like he believed he was going to get two mil. And then when he didn't get two mil, he just didn't call them back or whatever. It's like, you know, like people are making a lot of cash. But, um, oh, yeah. Well, we like apparently, like with the paparazzi photos, one photo of Britney would sell for like a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Crazy. It's yeah. It's crazy wild. to think like how, um, it's like if, if, if a photo of that person makes that much money, like how much money is that person making? Oh, for sure. Has, yeah, like, exactly. Much more right. to do with it than just like taking pictures of her at a Starbucks. Absolutely. Crazy. Yeah. It's and I, I hear a lot of stuff and which is also dubious about like a lot of, a lot of people say that she was genuinely a very, like apart from maybe, you know, the years I'll get into, but before and after that, she's a very genuinely sweet, nice person. Um, mm. Uh, which I don't know. Like we can take with a grain of salt. I'm I'm prone to believe it, but then, who knows? I think but she is. I, I, she I seems, believe she she's a nice person. Genuinely, yeah. Like not as hollow as she's definitely made out to be. Um, yeah. yeah. So 2000 to 2007 are kind of like the years where the stress uh, begins to kind of really show. Uh, in mm. 2002, Britney Spears uh, in an interview said that she. Uh, this is a dir- sorry. This is a direct quote from her in a in an article. I'm supposed to take six months off, but I probably won't. The whole point of me taking a break is to be out of the public eye and not see my face on TV because I'm sick of myself. Two years earlier, so this is in 2002. So in 2000, she told Rolling Stone, 
My anxiety has just been crazy. Maybe I'm changing or getting older, but I find I need to have my own downtime just to myself or I go crazy. Around this time, it like I mean, you know, it comes out in some sources that she hasn't. Uh, she gets one hour uh, a, a week, no, one hour a day, sorry, for herself, and she is un- is unable to sleep, and she's kind of like forced to work, work, work. Also, wants to work like she wants to be in the studio a lot of the time. I think um, so. She's really overworked, um, and she's starting to kind of. Like, you know, according to my research, like starting to voice her own opinions more and sort of like uh, try to take like her own image back or whatever and release music that sort of reflects more her sexuality and her as a person and and get away from her old image, which the management don't seem to be too happy about. Um, And this is also like 2003 is when she starts really like partying. So there's a lot of, I mean, you know, I'm glossing over years, but... A lot of drugs, a lot of, like, apparently... No, it was 2003, like, doesn't she have a baby in 2003? Uh, yeah, but she started partying pretty... She uh, started partying after, after, after second, she had... After a second kid. Yeah. 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 But, the kid with K-Fed? The, yeah. the second kid with K-Fed. I thought she she didn't meet K-Fed till 2004 from my notes, but maybe I'm wrong. Oh. No, you might be right, yeah. Because I know, I didn't think that she started partying till after the kids... And that's why it was yeah. so crazy because she was a mum and it was like, well, I've this got, is from what I read, but I don't know. I've got her like partying, uh, like, you know, like f- from, again, friends, always the friends of the sources, mm-hmm. but like a lot of cocaine, Xanax, MDMA. And then she like, right. gets, she gets married to her friend, like, uh, you know, d- during some crazy party time and the management come in and, and get them separated really quick. Um, because oh. she's, yeah, I don't know. Um. Uh, this is like real gossipy reporting, so I, we can take that with a grain of salt, but that's what I've got. Um, then in 2004, she meets K-Fed in a club. He's a backup dancer uh, for Justin Timberlake. I'm gloss- I've glossed over the whole like relationship with Justin Timberlake and all the Madonna stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, it's all right. Uh, we'll talk about cunt. that. Yeah, he's <laughs> a fucking really. dick. We hate Where, really? Justin Indra- Timberlake. Really? I heard so much of like, I keep seeing, which I didn't keep into my notes because it's just people's opinions that like, he was the only thing that was ever good for Britney. He was the only one that was like uh, directing her to the on the right path or something like that. No, that may have been the case while they were dating, but yeah. uh, like after they split up. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, uh, all of this doesn't seem to weigh in too much to like her conservatorship yeah, yeah. and mental health. But you know, yes, yeah, I, I don't know. About <laughs> just that. going on a tangent. <laughs> just that he's a cunt. <laughs> I, get you. Uh, I get you. I know. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> So she meets K Fed in the in a club in Hollywood and uh her manager Rudolph, who is sort of like kind of like seems to be some kind of an anti villain in her management team, he he leaves. He kind of is this guy that like is one of the toxic people, but one of the better of the toxic people. I don't fucking know who cares. Like uh, he he leaves and he comes back later in, but he seems pretty gross as well. Um there's a sort of like around 2005, she enters kind of what, like she's never been actually, as far as I know anyway, like never officially diagnosed with anything. There's a lot of speculation, a lot of like bits and pieces coming out that she's like got a, I don't know, like um, uh, bipolar, bipolar or yeah. uh, some people say just it's anxiety. I don't know, but something starts, seems to begin to happen anyway, like... Uh, the, she's entering kind of like a manic phase, but that's also a lot of press, uh, the press's angle. But there's like, you know, things are happening. There's a lot of like, uh, f- you know, the paparazzi are really getting intense as well. And there's and there's a lot of photos of her, like, you know, kind of, I don't know, being a little like rash with her children. Um, and the Department of Child and Family Services kind of come in. So she divorces K-Fed late 2006. Um 
And this is when the media start to really close in. This is like also around the time she's like partying with Paris Hilton and the paparazzi are like getting, you know, pic- upskirt pictures. And I think it was referred to as like the, the bimbo summit in the media. But like, yeah. She's- yeah. She's yeah, because it was, it was those two and, and Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Yeah. yeah, they're they're all partying. They're going woo in the clubs and and whatever. Like, I mean, <laughs> woo, yeah, they're exactly. woo girls. <laughs> yeah, and and the the media are really like you know turning it around to be to look. I mean, she's just she's partying. Like, I mean, there's not much more to say than that. But the media are kind of like you know like getting really like all over her case. Um, there's like a, a moment around that time where her fan club gets taken down off the internet, and I've got a quote here on her about it, which you know this is like a, related to the the media. She says, "The last couple of years have been quite a ride for me. The media have criticized my every move and printed a skewed perception of who I really am as a human being. Behind every decision I made in my public life, there always seems to be an apparent contradiction. I have to come to terms with that, which is usually why I don't pay much attention to it." And so it's like the media are like starting to really like uh, totally take over and she's seems to be at least starting to go through something of like a, a manic phase and things start to sort of fall apart. I don't know. Like, I mean, we don't know because we're not a therapist. Mm-hmm. But, um, yes. No. Yeah. Um, so then in 2007, her uh, aunt, who's sort of like a mother figure to her, dies. Um, uh, and then we get to... 2007 this is kind of the february 16th is the big the big day you know the big breakdown day or whatever mm. so this is how i have it like this is this is sort of like cobbled together from a bunch of articles and like i don't know like i'm sure there's like there's a lot of like reportage on that time um what i have is this she checks into crossroads rehab and then quickly goes to kfed's house to get her kids where the manager is also there uh, and then she's sort of told that she's not allowed to like take her kids until she checks into rehab. Like they're, they're not letting her. So then she goes to a, a barbershop, uh, somewhere, it's somewhere in California. I, I had that written down. I forgot where it was, but, uh, so she shaves her own head, 70 paparazzi are watching. Um, and the whole time it's, it's sort of, it's this sort of manic display of, well, it's, 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 a, it seems very manic and whether or not it's like, because she's trying to like, takes some power back or she's just really suffering or what, who knows. But the, the, there's 70 fucking paparazzi. They're trying to break in. Her security guards have allegedly been paid off to like open and close the shutters so that the media can get photos. Um, the hairdresser is like, I don't really want to shave your head. So she kind of seizes the shaver, does it herself. Uh, and um, when the there's an interview with the hairdresser, who uh, says that when she asked, like, oh, what are you doing this for? She said that she's sick of people trying to touch her. She wants people to stop touching her, which actually seems to come up a lot in things I can find about her kind of breakdown years is her obsessing with people not touching her and that people touch her too much. Um, then she goes and she gets a couple of tattoos. The, the paparazzi follow her around and eventually attacks the paparazzi with an umbrella out the back of Kayford's house. And yeah, she she shaves she shaves herself bald. Um, and her mum comes out and makes a lot of quotes. She's like very like she's very worried about how her mum's going to react to her shaving her hair. And then she spends a couple of days allegedly driving around drinking Red Bull. And she reportedly thinks that demons are following her. And uh, then she checks into rehab. Um, I don't know if you guys have any more on that time that I've missed out or that I don't know, like that I've uh, you know that you know that I don't know or something. I, w- I mean, 
It's one of these things where, like, it, it's easy to make it sound like she's being crazy by saying the demons are following her, but I would say that in Britney's reality, that was absolutely true. You yeah, know? well, like, she was exactly. being followed yeah, by, yeah. like, a horde of evil people that, yeah. like, as far as she's concerned, are not people at all. They're just these things that follow her around and kind of haunt her every move. It's I not really, that I, insane a thing to say. No, I yeah, mean, and and, yeah. and whether or not it's uh, psychological, drug-related, or just her having a meltdown, or whatever the distinctions between those things are, like, I can't, I just think, like, I, I wonder how it would, something like this would be reported on nowadays. I mean, maybe it would be the, exactly the same, but I feel like the way, when you read this stuff from, like, around that time... Like, you know, you expect some of it to be like, oh, she's fucking crazy. And then a few to be like, oh, poor Britney, I wonder what's going on with her. But it's all, like, from what I could find anyway. Yeah, it's, it is. It it's, so, it's so mean-spirited. There's a weird clip in the doco <laughs> where uh, Anderson Cooper's talking about it. And um, for some reason, Michael Moore is on the show. And I yeah. think he might be talking about something else, but then they just kind of really quickly cross to Michael Moore. Excuse me. Um for comment and he's like well I just think it's really sad and I think that maybe we should just leave her alone yeah yeah, yeah. Why. it's like well there you go Michael Moore was the one person yeah like, exactly you know, the one voice of reason amongst this whole thing yeah, that's well, like a whole thing that I think I got from the documentary and just like from everything that I read and now looking back on those kinds of tabloids and the slogans and the interviews with obviously a little bit more of an educated um, perspective and just also like being an adult woman and not being an yeah. adult woman in during the early 2000s, but just everything was laced with misogyny. Everything was oh, just course. like, yeah. we yeah. hate yeah. you, but we've created you. But yeah, we exactly. Yeah. And it's, and then all of this, yeah. And mental health like that was not a huge thing that was discussed in the media back then. Like, no, that, I feel like mental yeah, health awareness only was, started <laughs> happening in like 2013. Onwards. Yeah. 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 Um, and I, and but before I, that, like it was never even considered that a celebrity could have, be human like they were a celebrity they were a godlike figure and yeah, for them yeah. to be even considered to and have property of the people you know yeah yeah exactly yeah. so i think that for that to be around when you said tom like if that was to happen nowadays no way would that happen now like paparazzi is not really a thing anymore someone could bet well they, i mean they they definitely are and they definitely still harass and they and they get very very invasive but i think i think britney was kind of in this perfect storm of like of uh, what was like? I mean, what, like what was openly acceptable and what wasn't, maybe. But I think yeah, I, th- I, I th- think that I think that she was like there was always there always had to be one of her to be like the pinnacle yeah. of of like just hellish like harassment that everyone needed to be like, oh, okay, man, we fucking, yeah, like, ruined yeah. this person. Of course, and, yeah, yeah. And, and if th- it wasn't gonna, if it wasn't Britney, it was going to be someone else. And I think that like sure. it feels like <clears throat> in the years leading up to. Britney's kind of freak out. They were trying to do the same thing with Paris Hilton, and they were trying and to do the same Lohan thing yeah, well, with Lindsay yeah. Lohan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And so I think that it was just that, like it had it had to be someone at some point because now I think that there is probably a bit of a collective guilt around. Well, the way someone that compared she was it to the the reportage on Kanye West's like public breakdowns and like I don't know. Yeah. Imagine about imagine that in two thousand seven. Exactly. His, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like a campaign uh, thing that he did. Where and, he ranted for four hours and yelled at people. Also, in for them, it's 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 gold because it's like she was sort of marketed as like, oh, she's the she's the good girl, she's the nice yeah, exactly. like teenage, you know, one, and then then you know, like she was sort of set up to be 
sort of destroyed. I've got a quote here from like an article, like this sort of lays out, uh, like it's quite a long quote, but I think it really lays out like the the culture around the paparazzi around that time period. This is the description from uh, I think it's a Rolling Stone article. Um, there are 20 paps at the core Britney detail, a bunch of hilarious, slightly scary thugs who use expert drag racing skills to block off new guys who try and get in the mix. It's like a game of Frogger, with everyone jostling to be the first car behind Britney. The better, sh- the better to shoot all over her when she stops, and then watch their feet because several have found themselves on crutches after she speeds away. She's nuts, says Craig Williams, a photographer for Hollywood TV. Williams, a former beat maker for Death Row Records with a long braid slithering down his back and multiple silver rings on his fingers, gets in front most of the time, riding her Mercedes SL65 hard. Almost all the paps drive rental SUVs, most with dents and scrapes on the sides because no one wants to get their real cars messed up. A plastic bag swings from the door of the trunk of the SUV in front of us. The pap has been using it for trash all day and forgot to dump it. Britney pulls into her driveway and Williams waits down the street. He puts Blackout, her album at the time, on his CD player. Let's summon Britney, he says. She's going to come back after she does her drugs or changes her clothes. Whichever comes first, he jokes, lighting a cigarette. She didn't get enough chase today. And, like, imagine, imagine, like, like, and I watched some videos on, on YouTube, like, like and and after one minute it made me anxious. Uh, like imagine, yeah, yeah. Oh, nonstop, <laughs> like nonstop, like you can't do anything without being followed like that. I know. I couldn't. Oh, yeah, I don't know so how she lasted so yeah. long. I know. Like, I remember being yeah. a kid and like seeing people like uh, do the red carpet walks and being like, Woof, that looks so fucking bad. Mm. But then think, ah, oh, well, it, you know, it's a, it's a red carpet walk, you know, like. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna happen occasionally. It kind of comes with the territory, but then imagine that just twenty four seven. I don't know how she bothered to even like because yeah, throughout the throughout the framing Britney Spears, they like show a lot of clips of just you know like kind of filler uh, like just visuals for the for the uh, film yeah. of her like being followed around in various places. Like she's going out for pizza, and yeah, going yeah, coffee yeah. shops, and all this kind of stuff. It's like man. How the hell? I you wouldn't. Would fucking, and it would just, no way would I ever go anywhere. And she's, yeah, and she's that's like, what she ended up doing. Like she ended up just constantly being at home. Yeah, yeah. And then fair it, enough. Yeah, and she's she's <sighs> intimately like like she's dating one of them at, at certain points. Like there's such a part of her life that like it seems like at certain times it's almost like she sees more of these paparazzi than she does anyone else. Like she seems to like yeah. Like there's a lot and of. I think at one point it seemed as though they did have a relatively decent relationship mm. like I, as I a, think this is as a whole like they were kind of like they understood that they kind of needed each other for their own purposes and everything mm. was sort of amicable well and then there's... and then as the tabloids turned nasty the paparazzis turned nazi uh turned, turned nazi turned nasty <laughs> and they well, became nazis <laughs> but also i also i think Imagine. like the more money the more scumbags right like and, and the yeah, more the yeah. more money's at stake the more competitive they have to be and like, if you ever hear these interviews with the paparazzi, it's like it's like fucking sport for them, man. It's like they're so intense. These yeah, people. it's that creepy. It's like Nightcrawler. It's, it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Such yeah. A it's really disgusting intense. profession. It's so don't, so gross. It's really don't gross. get it. I don't um, understand why. You, like, one of the people that we interviewed in the doco was one of the main paparazzi that followed her constantly. Yeah, the guy who got the uh, the the bald photos yeah, when she smashed the mm. car, like his yeah. his car with the with car, the yeah. umbrella. But he was saying how um oh damn it what was my 
train of thought going with this. He was a videographer. He was a filmmaker. Oh yeah, he wanted to. He was a filmmaker, but he was like, yeah, but just the money's so good, you can't say no after you become a paparazzi. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. Like, well, then don't say you're a filmmaker. Yeah, well, you're exactly. a yeah, yeah, paparazzi. I've got no choice. And even like so, so then like. Uh, so then, so she's released the album Blackout around this time uh, as well, just like, you know, musically. Um, and then she, which leads her sort of to the VMAs. And around this time period, there's a couple, like she goes to a photo shoot for OK Magazine where they reported that like, uh, she's not like, she's not doing well. They couldn't use any of the photos. It seems like something's happening. And there is like, there is something with like, which I guess I'll get into at the end, but definitely... I think what I think from what I've read that is undisputable is, is like she has very serious for whatever reason and however it came about or whatever, I don't even care. She has mental health issues and she's, and she's struggling with them, you know, and, and like um, around this time period, I think it's sort of, it seems, it seems to be overwhelming her a little bit um, at the VMAs. I sort of don't know whether or not I should be like get into this. Cause I don't know whether this is just, heading into gossip or whether it's going to come up in your guys stuff but like uh yeah the you know it, it doesn't go well she like refuses to let you know like um uh certain like stylists and stuff like get near her again she doesn't want people to touch her and so she goes on stage with like half her costume and then the media gets really really gross and starts like i don't know body shaming her and criticizing her and talking about her lip syncing and like Really, like, and again, this is more of that terrible, nasty journalism, if you, like, read anything about that. Just, like, I, I really, like, I know the media is still fucked, but, like, like it, it does not, it's, it's specifically a 2008 sort of, like, reportage, like, around that time period. And I even remember, I remember when I was that age being, like, oh, I don't know what's going on with Britney Spears, apparently she did something fucked at the VMAs. And when you look into it, it's, like, She's really suffering, I think, and like, uh, yeah, yeah. What she did that was fucked, according to like the the reporting I'm reading, is just like being, sl- like in their eyes, like being overweight and not dancing as well as she used to, and, and looking weird, you know, like, um, horrible. Yeah, it's all. so horrible. Ugh. So uh, and and obviously no attention paid to. Oh, I wonder how her mental health is. Um. So then Osama Lufti comes into the mix, who is Sam. Sam. He kind of comes in and, and he's like, he's a, a horrible person. He comes in, he like sort of takes over her life and kind of starts controlling her um, like business life and then eventually sort of her own personal life, taking 15% of her income. Uh, and he lets the paparazzi in. So his solution, his defense of it is that the paparazzi will be less invasive if he sort of makes deals with them. But it really seems like he's probably taking a bunch of money and kind of controlling everything she does. Uh, Brittany gets arrested for a hit and run. She loses custody of her kids. Uh, she has a standoff where she ends up locking herself. Well, this is reported, uh, like stands off locking herself in a bathroom and she's like only dressed in her underwear and she won't let the kids out. And so uh, I don't know. I mean, it depends how much we... Re- it doesn't really matter what my opinion is, but it, it does seem like she needs at a certain point to temporarily maybe not... Uh, I don't know how to phrase this, but you know what I mean? Like, let me just try and phrase it. Yeah, she it. needs... Like, she needs help. Like, she's... She she's needs help. Really yeah, she needs... in a position. And, she, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then uh, January 31st, uh, 2008... Uh, she uh, ends up in the hospital. There's a suicide attempt. The paparazzi are everywhere and uh, being really horrible, as you can imagine. Um, 
February first, Andrew Wallet, which is just like I don't know, like I can't, you can't pick, you can't make this stuff up. The, the lawyer's called Andrew Wallet because he's like, <laughs> and he's making so much cash out of it. So him, he takes over, like the, you know, this is the beginning of the conservatorship. So Andrew Wallet takes over her the control of her money at, at first, at least, and Jamie Spears, her father, who she's estranged from, uh, starts to take control of her uh, sort of business and personal life. Um, and uh, I'm going to leave off with like one more quote. It's very long, so we can probably cut this down, but it's from, it's just a kind of like to, this is like the reportage about the beginning of the conservatorship that I could see post breakdown. And then that's the end of my thing. Um, Today, Brittany is alone, arrogant, anxiety ridden and paranoid. She has lost faith in everyone. She goes through people like she goes through dogs says a close friend. There's one instant with everyone where she freaks out and suddenly says, I don't trust you. I don't know what's going on. She does not have a manager, agent, or publicist anymore. Jive Records no longer speaks to her directly, and the publicist at the label assigned to Britney refused to participate in this article. She has no stylist, image consultant, crisis control manager, or driver. She's been pushed away from her family, her brother, and her father. It is sad that all the men in my life do not know how to accept a real woman's love, she explained. Her sister Jamie Lynn, who she speaks with on the phone and sees rarely, and most importantly, her preening difficult mother Lynn, whom Britney considers poisonous, Famous for two saccharine books about her f- uh, fabulous relationship with Brittany, Lynn, her mother, is now desperately trying to help her family, but attempts to have fallen flat. She was the force behind the selling Jamie Lynn's pregnancy photos to OK Magazine for $1 million and encouraged Dr. Phil's visit with Brittany in the psychiatric ward at Cedars Sinai Medical Center. Cedars Sinai. Ironically, it may be Brittany's family who succeeds in retaining control of her now in collaboration with doctors who are advising that she remains in a hospital setting for as long as legally possible. Uh, so, yeah, I am probably missed out a bunch of stuff. There's a lot. Uh, I skimmed over some stuff, but that's kind of what I could find on the kind of lead up to uh, to um, the conservatorship. And... Uh, I mean, I like uh, what's clear from that is like that she definitely needs help, and I think like the conservatorship. Uh, well, I mean, you guys will get into it, but yeah, that's that's my thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess on that note, um, I can kind of add some stuff in here. I feel like in terms of the research that I did, yeah, it was kind of um, first of all hard to find legal documents because uh, then I found out eventually that Jamie. Um, uh, what's I don't know what the word is, but like basically restricted all court documents mm. so that they weren't able to be seen by the public. Um, so yeah, okay, the only, right. A lot of the stuff that I read uh, was from this one website called The Conservatorship of Britney Spears. <laughs> and so yeah, right. they basically just have like a whole timeline um, of the whole process and just like links to... Um, some court documents and just like petitions or yeah. just like little snippets based on people going to the actual court proceedings. Okay. So this was like the closest thing that I could find that was the most like strictly um, legal, factual yeah, yeah. and like non-biased kind of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, also, yeah, based- you're not you're not Sorry. a lawyer. You're not a lawyer. I think no. it's also um, worth no. <laughs> worth mentioning. Unless you, unless you, I know, gone, I couldn't really not? understand. I was like, "What is happening?" They use such yeah, weird yeah. terminology that I'm like, "What?" And yeah, I have yeah. to like read it like three times. I'm like, "Oh, okay, right." And so, what do you reckon? So, you reckon you could be a lawyer? Oh, darling, don't you worry. You Me, be the lawyer. debater woman, I'd be a great lawyer. <laughs> Captain of just the go on in. We've seen suits. You can just 
just jump on it <laughs> with oh, like, confidence yeah. you I will get anywhere. <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> me. So, yeah, okay. I guess from picking up where you left off, Tom. Yeah. yeah. She goes into the conservatorship after going into the hospital. Um, it was a, it was supposed to be temporary. Like, it was only supposed to be a temporary conservatorship for, like, a few months. But then um, over the course of basically, like, a couple of months, Jamie petitions, um, like, regularly to extend the conservatorship, extend, extend, extend. And then mm. by... Um, October 2008, the conservatorship is made permanent. So after that, like once you're – and the whole thing throughout this period of like when the conservatorship got brought into place, Brittany kind of like viewed this as just a means of being able to see her children and get custody of her kids again because at that point she had lost sole custody. But then She lost all custody. She she only – I don't think she even had visitation. She did. She had. She only had visitation. Yeah, Mm. but then after they signed the conservatorship, she was then she got not sole custody, but she got some sort of custody again. Yeah, I know. That's. Um, I I feel like that's like one of the sad things was that she was like just kind of bargained into it for the sake of seeing her kids, and and she kind of signed her life away to do so. It seems like in a lot of like, and this is going from interviews and stuff. It's like. There's a lot of like a uh, a lot of times where she sort of talks about like I don't give a shit about like seeing it, it, like my kids are the most important thing and like that she mm. really like even like way back in the day was very concerned with like I want to be a mother that's what I want to do I mean like this is also only coming from interviews I've just seen with her or whatever but it, it seems like she really like the it's it's not like I don't know if some celebs or some people it might not feel like priority number one, but to her it certainly seems to feel that she's very like invested in her kids above everything else. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think the the thing that I kind of got from a lot of this was that she grew up in Louisiana. She's a, she's a small she's, town gal. Yeah, like yeah, she's yeah. got those values, and her parents like they weren't they had no money they were working class like her dad um was a drunk and like barely worked on and off like years and lynn was the one that like really supported uh britney throughout her career and she was the one that like a lot of like they stake their whole whole life yeah yeah and uh, she was also spent thousands of dollars like just for britney to go to new york and for sure um uh like learn things and like go to school and everything like that and then it just seemed like but then Jamie her dad didn't like Lynn was with her in New York for like months at a time and Jamie would still be in Louisiana and come up and visit every now and then yeah yeah and he's the only thing that he would ever mention would be like how much is this costing are we sure we're going to be able to make our money back like he was very yeah, very then, yeah, 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 yeah. how much are we finances. making of this after yeah. they started yeah yeah, yeah 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 so it was very much like he was always focused on the finances for sure so from that like obviously wrong person to fucking be the conservator. Oh, of course. And yeah. also like she they didn't have a relationship. Like of, yeah, if yeah. anything based on what I've understood from the research that I've done, Lynn should have been the one to be granted the conservator. But she's I she's mean. also not like I mean of the two maybe she's arguably yeah. better, but she's also well, Okay, dicey. regardless it shouldn't have been a family. No, it shouldn't, it shouldn't have been it shouldn't have been, been a, yeah, it definitely should not yeah. have been um yeah. Cuz it does seem like I don't know, I I like from the little bit of like uh, watching of stuff that I did, um, there was that interview with uh, her brother, and then the same thing with her sister, her younger sister Jamie Jamie Lynn, which just on a weird note, 
I what know, a fucking I cooked know. name to yeah, be yeah, the yeah, name yeah, of yeah. both of I your know. parents. Your name so is Jamie weird. Lee. Yeah, yeah, it's But bad. anyway, <laughs> um, they seem to like have an idea, and I don't know. It seems I don't know if like Brittany ever agreed to this sort of like concept that the family looks after everything. Oh, and I think I feel like they're trying to portray it as like, yeah, we're a family. We all work together on each other's stuff, but. The only person that needs to be worked on because the only person that's bringing home such a profit is going to be Britney Spears. I, so I, I also they read all like somewhere... decide to take over what like like because yeah the brother talks about like he was put in charge of finances at some point in the mid two thousands like her older brother and then he kind of re- he was like oh I don't think I'm equipped for this so he hi- hired some dude from Louisiana to look after it. And I think yeah, that her yeah, family's yeah. always been a major part of the yeah. whole thing as much, but despite. Not being trained for managing yeah, yeah. a multi-million. It sounds like my dollar. family. It sounds like exactly what my family would do. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. one of me and my sisters got super famous, my yeah. family would be like, be "No, manager, it stays yeah. in the family. Yeah. Like we have to do that, regardless." Mm. Like my fucking family already doing that with Madeline right now. I'm like this. Anyways, we don't need to get. Into that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do this um, next episode. <laughs> yeah, um, the I Madeline, Madeline's fast fashion. I have, <laughs> the Morrow fast fashion industry. I have a wallet who is her like attorney. Or was um, uh, he calling the arrangement a hybrid business model because it means uh, the yeah. conservatorship has helped Britney seal business deals she wouldn't have otherwise got? Yeah, yeah. yeah but he, who um, makes that money? <laughs> you know? She does. Well, but a lot. That's the thing. Uh, anyone yeah, who, who has anyone, the money that she makes yeah. off it, like know? she, she like hired a, a new lawyer at some point, and then they came in and just started making money off. Like anyone who gets involved with this arrangement just starts making big money real yeah. quick. Like there's no one. Well, she um, originally hired a lawyer, but court deemed her unfit to be able to hire legal counsel. So then they appointed her a lawyer <laughs> who, yeah. which I then find out later in my research. Yeah. Um, Sam Ingham or something. I think yeah, his name yeah. is. Yeah, he, um, he was uh, sued for the, for the death of another yeah, person who was a conservator. I'm like, oh my it's God, this vultures, guy. Man. Yeah, it's fucked. It's yeah. fucked. And then, and like, I, I don't know, like, I, I see a lot of stuff about like, oh, she's like, I mean, maybe this is like even more Zeb's thing, but like, I see a lot of stuff about like the legality of like, whether or not she can elect to to get out of this and whether or not she's allowed to use her phone and all this kind of stuff that seems to be kind of confusing to me because some places report that like, she, well, I mean, maybe this is like later on she she wants to get rid of her father, but like whether or not she's, what f- power does she have in this arrangement? And it, like, is it legally sound? Like, Yeah, well, that's, well, the whole point of the conservatorship, which is for everyone who doesn't know what it means um, after this whole process, is that it's just um, basically means that anyone who is deemed unfit to look after themselves and their finances in a court of law it's kind of like, um, I don't know, like a power of attorney kind of thing over a mm. will. It's like you then have power to look after this person's needs. And usually a conservatorship is brought in when someone is quite old and yeah, like yeah. has kind of, you know. Yeah, like dementia an, or yeah. it's like a, like a trauma brain damage. Exactly. And so it's never really designed to be for such a long period of time either. And so this whole kind of thing of like her now making money and like it being a hybrid quotation marks, hybrid business model is unprecedented. Like you're not supposed to be making money from a conservatorship. Like the whole point is that this is going to sound terrible, but usually the conservator usually passes away. Conservator. 
conservative. conservative. Um, usually passes away after a period of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. it kind of you know that whole process. Or, happens. or but no is one's... able to like have the time, the space to learn how to take care of themselves again. No, so but that's, that's actually thing, not I think true. That's, that's the, the whole the problem point. is that uh. like. That's just, like, not a precedent that's been set. Because I think, like, what I'm taking away from this conversation and the doc and all the research is, like, that, like, I don't entirely disagree with uh, someone, like, voluntarily entering into this sort of idea of a conservatorship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And saying, like, I need help and I'm willing to sacrifice this amount of my own kind Mm -hmm. of, like, free will for the sake of my, like, future... For it, for it, and maybe an, an an indefinite amount of time in terms of we don't have a set date, yeah. But like that, I can still elect to once I, you know, because that's the thing is like, and they mentioned that in the documentary that like she is both paying because like because of all, like because of her, all of her money is being used by her parents and herself, she's paying for her own court battle where she's paying for her lawyer and for her dad's lawyer mm. to remain. Like, she's trying to break out of the conservatorship and paying to be kept in it at the same time. Yeah, right, right, right. And it's right. just this, like... So, she can't really, like, any professional that can say, no, she has, like, a sound mind, it's just, like, not going to be allowed because, no, like, the people that are invested in keeping her there aren't going to let her... Right, but... Hi- hi- well, but it's the a, thing, that, like... That her brain's all good now. So, this is know? the thing that I... Once you sign into a conservatorship, it is basically impossible to prove that you can get out of it. Like yeah, you've signed yeah, away right. saying that you are not fit to look after yourself. Yeah. And so it's unprecedented to prove how you then prove that. Like how do you prove that you are okay to look after yourself and gain that control back over your life? Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Legally. And, and that's and the, the frustrating yeah, thing. Because like it's, exactly, it's only yeah, yeah. legally. Because you can look at her Instagram and you can tell she's a normal person. She's exactly, like very yeah. lucid. And that's the quote that I kept on coming across was like, if this is a thing for people who have dementia or disability – how has she gone on four world tours and made you know, squillions exactly, of dollars? Exactly, but this is the thing. Like, that's yeah, not someone who's, who's like, completely mentally unfit. It feels yeah. crazy to me. Well, you're not supposed to work. <laughs> yeah, this is the yeah, whole yeah, deal. Yeah, 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 exactly. It feels crazy <laughs> to me that there's no mechanics of, like, uh, trying to... Like yeah, like there's no there's no legal mechanics within the conservatorship of like what are the circumstances of why you're in there and if they're kind of like out of the equation, what does that mean and what power do you have to uh, like change who is even control of the conservatorship? Like you know what I mean? Like they, she has no legal ground to be able to do any of that at all. You know? Yeah. So but then so yeah so like. I don't know, like, I have, I don't have, like, I, I read something that, like, eventually she tries to remove her father as, because her father yeah, steps yeah. out. So, hold something? on. Yeah, so, the, yeah, so basically, um, yeah, okay, I'll continue with my, my timelines of what's happened since 28, 2008. Um, but basically, for, like, a few years, it was just kind of the whole process of the conservatorship being impl- implemented and, like, all of the legal proceedings of all of the stuff going over to Andrew Wallet and Jamie Spears. But then in come uh, 2014, Andrew Wallet demands a pay increase because he's now <laughs> seeing the, the conservatorship as a business. <laughs> and yeah, he's yeah, like, well, true. I now put it's in so mental. much effort it's and so I do this, this up. and this. Yeah, and he's like, and it, he in, his increase goes to $426,000 a year. <laughs> 
Um, oh, and he's, he's like, yeah, I'm putting in so much work. Like, this is now I need to be paid for my time. And I was like, oh, my God. Fighting okay. against the woman that I'm just <laughs> yeah. looking yeah, at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your client. Um, <laughs> but there's like... Literally, so there's a, an annual conservatorship hearing happens every year, but for the past, since 2016 to 2018, it had been cancelled. Like, each year it was cancelled. So, like, no, there was no time to actually, like, see and, like, um, what's the word, reevaluate where it was going. In 2019, Andrew Wallet, the co-conservator, resigns because he says that he's warning of immediate danger to Brittany and her estate if he doesn't resign. And this comes out and people were like, what happened? Like you literally like a couple of years ago, you were demanding how hard you were working and like you needed all this yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he basically, they said that um, uh, he uh, he wrote in like his petition to step down saying substantial detri- Detriment, irreparable harm, and immediate danger will result to the conservatee and her estate if the relief requested herein is not granted on an ex parte basis. So I don't know, like, people are kind of um, speculative about why this suddenly happened. And um, from what I can gather, it was basically that... um, He wasn't getting enough money out of it or whatever. No, I think it had something to do with... Um, that, oh yeah, I think legally he was worried that he was going to, like, it was going to damage his career if he kept going. Because I think he started Mm. to realize that this is a really bad situation and he could eventually possibly get sued or like some legal ramification was going to happen to him if he continued being, yeah, if he continued being one of the co-conservator. So then once he resigned, it was full conservatorship to Jamie from 2019, March 2019. Um, and then that's when Brittany started petitioning to remove him completely as a conservator. Um, and that she needed to bring on someone else, like either a, a trust or a bank or something like that. And that's what the uh, hearing in September last year was all about, to remove him completely from being her conservator. And what happened was that in more, yeah, it was kind of just like, yeah, signing petitions, doing petitions, all um, in 2019. And then in September, on September 9th, Jamie temporarily steps down as conservator um, and appoints it to Jody. Hayes Montgomery. And that's because he, is, he has surgery or gets sick or something. Yeah, like. he's sick, yeah. Yeah, he's like sick or something. And then it was only February this February 4th, 2021, that the judge approved the extension of Jody Montgomery's position as temporary conservator through till September of this year. Yeah, right. But the, uh, the bank that she wanted did become a conservator as well. I think it was a co-conservator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With, with Jamie. Uh, so... Their company is a financial firm, I guess, a fiduciary. I don't know, but it's uh, well, wait. Uh, Jamie and Bessemer Trust are the conservatives of the estate, and Jody Paisley Montgomery is now the conservative of the person. No, really? Yeah, as of February fourth. Oh wow! Yeah, as oh. of like a few days ago. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. That's oh, weird. I, I, I know, yeah. <laughs> um, very, very good. Great <laughs> research, guys. But then, so, um, I, do, I do think, like, beyond... I mean, Jamie seems like one of the worst ones, but I can't... From everything I've ever seen, I can't find one person who, like, is actually... 
seems to be a good, like, uh, I mean, like, even in terms of people, like, taking her autonomy away from her. I don't feel like that I've seen one responsible person who's done it. I get that. I I don't know. It it might just be that he's a bit of a spunk, but her boyfriend at the moment seems like a relatively solid dude. So now to sum it up, what's happened with the conservatorship is that um, Jamie is no longer in control of uh, Britney's, like, um, yeah, well, I guess, like, like I, I'm imagining conservative, the person means, that, like, she, like, Jamie doesn't control kind of, yeah. like, her, her, like, the lifestyle oh, stuff wow. and, like, what she's allowed to do and what she isn't or whatever, so maybe uh, it's good that he's not doing that, but then the money oh. stuff is still handled by Jamie, but also split between the... conservator the... of Bessemer Trust. So Jody okay. is, um, who is she? I think she's a so, lawyer. Is, is, so this is good news or it's, it's I think so. hard to know? I would say okay. so. I guess it's good in that it's not Jamie anymore. Yeah, well, at least in terms of like he can't kind of control her life, I think, but or, or whatever. But like, I mean, like, I, I like. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's still I know, fucking with the money. Yeah. I, I like this. I guess he's still fucking with the money. And uh, I think it's important to mention that, like, this stuff seems to change. Like, it's so complicated. So if we fuck this up, I'm <laughs> sorry. But um, but I know that at a certain point, I'm pretty sure I read that Brittany wanted yeah. Jodie. Okay, so so I, the... I hope she's cool. So Jodie Montgomery and ex-husband Jack managed the Pius Montgomery fiduciary firm. Fiduciary. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I, that's a word that I always laugh at, but I've never known what it. Well, means. I guess she's like a legal fiduciary. person that is, you know, rec- like legally educated and experienced enough to handle this. <laughs> Much like Rachel Moore. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, um, I think that's because there's not really that much information about her. She's just like someone that works for a firm, her own firm. But also, I think yes. the point is that they're qualified, like that they're... Yeah, that's, what I, that's yeah. the word I'm yeah. looking for, qualified, <laughs> <laughs> legally educated and experienced. Money, money, money uh, decreed. <laughs> yes, money decreed. Oh, she looks relatively nice. She right. has a she degree in nice. social welfare. Well, then she can't. I'm not going to put. I'm not going to put too many eggs in this basket. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want (laughs) to. Anyways, well, there you go. She has been to university. No one that ever went to university (laughs) is a bad person. There's no. There's not one. No, I just mean social welfare. That's no, no, sure. I don't. I mean, it's definitely better. Like, oh, I hate social welfare. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I guess that sounds. It seems like tentative good news, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Well, as good yeah. as it can be, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm well, right. no, not as good as it can be. <laughs> I mean, as good as in this world. <laughs> when we talk about good, we and live bad, in a dark world. Seb. The world is a horrible. If place. we go back to ancient Greece, <laughs> this whole time she's not allowed to talk about the conservatorship. Like that's like a legal requirement. Yeah, the yeah, last yeah. time she spoke about it was like 2008 in that MCV. Yeah. My world thing, or whatever yeah, and it was only barely mentioned. No, I, I, I saw more of it. Oh, and, really? And it, yeah, it, like she talks about it. Yeah, honestly, that's probably why she's not allowed to talk about it because the only time she ever did it looked really, really bad for everyone mm. involved. Yeah, well, well it yeah. is. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it is a bad thing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah exactly. she's not allowed to talk about it, and she doesn't like. Um, she's she seems really scared of her dad. Like she seems to be. Yeah. From, like the reporting is that she really. Like is is it more like afraid even? Mm, for sure, I can see. Yeah, 
it comes across. I think she's just also, and even just watching like interviews of her when she blew up, when she yeah. was a lot younger, and then towards the breakdown, and like now, her entire personality is like transformed. Like yeah, she looks yeah, yeah. And behaves so differently. And the one thing that I found very empowering, I was really proud of her, is that so for the past like few years, she's been having like a permanent residency at this Vegas in Las Vegas. Oh, and she, had, she just had it for one year, I think. Oh, I thought it was for a while. Oh, it was okay. supposed to go on for longer, but yeah, she... Yeah, but no, I'm going to get to that part. Um, she, yes, okay, well, she had a one-year residency in Vegas, and it was, like, the longest and, like, the biggest residency or something. Yeah, most successful. This most successful, had, yeah. yeah, which is great. Good for her. But, um, and then she was supposed to announce another year of her residency, and like, it was this huge whole setup. All these people were here. Like, there was a huge stage, and she, like, walks on the stage. She walks off the stage, and she just keeps walking past the crowd, and everyone's like, what's going on? Like, she's supposed mm. to announce the residency, and that's when she had made that pact saying to her dad, I'm not going to continue working and I'm not going to continue any of my projects or contracts unless you step down as conservator. Oh, geez. And yeah, then, nice. Yeah. And so, like, that was that was in 20, uh, end of 2018, start of 2019. I, yeah, and then I, her dad I, got sick and then... Right. Yeah, all right. Well, I... So and this is where Zeb can step in, I think. Yeah, I heard a different version of that whole thing. Yeah, well, that um, was sort of stepping into the, the Free Britney uh, multiverse... Yeah, yeah. So I think that when we spoke about this last week, I was going to go down the conspiratorial hole, and um, I tried to do that for the fun, funner bits. But then I think ended up just kind of going into the the sort of like more grounded of the free Britney movement. Yeah, um, okay. But yeah, so apparently with that whole thing, uh, the story that I kind of read was that um, fuck, how did it work? She. Um, she had allegedly stopped taking her medication and then she'd gone to a doctor uh, or like they took her to a doctor, put her on some new medication and she refused to take that. And this is all in the kind of weeks leading up to the uh, to the next residency in L- uh, in Las Vegas. And this is according to who, like a... Uh, I can't remember exactly where I read this. It'll be in the, it'll be in the sources, the list of sources. Right, but, right, um, right. <coughs> um, She... Uh, so, yeah, she stops taking her medication. She gets put on some new ones. She doesn't take it. And then her dad is like, yeah, like if you don't start taking your medication, you're going, you're not going to be able to do this residency. And then uh, she continued to refuse to do it. And so, like, it was a weird thing where, I don't know, I watched a video that was like a compilation of all of the kind of hints that she's dropped to her sort of like feeling imprisoned, like, like feeling of imprisonment over the years. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. they're like, Look at this, you know, this announcement she wasn't even given a microphone. So she gets up on this stage thing outside of this like big fancy hotel in um in Vegas where I think she was doing the residency. She walks out, there's all of these backup dancers and shit. And she doesn't have a mic. No one gave her a mic at any point. Mm-hmm. And then she and then and then she walks silently, you know, because she doesn't have any way of <laughs> of projecting her voice at all. Just walks from yeah, the top of the stage through the crowd to a car, gets in the car and walks up and drives off. Mm. And her dad was like, you're not doing the residency. Just say it's because I'm sick. It's just oh, say it's because of my illness. Right. Oh, really? Jeez. I th- this is the thing yeah. is like with the, like, um, with the free Britney stuff is like, I- I'm like, I'm prone to believe 90% of it that I've come across. I just, I just wonder where like some of like this info comes from. Like, and not that like, 
I disagree with it. I just think that a lot of it like seems to be very. But I guess same with the reporting. Same with everything about it, yeah, it comes from yeah. friends. And, yeah. You know. Well, I think like. Um, sorry, Zeb. I'm just going to step in here for a second. Sure. But um, <laughs> take like, it away from me. <laughs> the way where the free Britney like hashtag actually came from was that there's this podcast that basically uh, would analyze and dissect Britney's all of Graham. Um, that's it, Britney's Graham. Yeah. So these women started this podcast because they just found Britney's Instagram presence very fascinating, um, and because like she was just like quite interesting. So they st- started a podcast analyzing all of Britney's posts, and then it started to become a little bit more conspiratorial once the conservatorship um, started kind of flaring up again in terms of the appeals and the petitions that Britney was doing all of 2019. And so then they started analysing her posts through that lens. But then there was a post that they made. um, Oh, yeah, that's right. So when she had decided that she – I mean, sorry. When the Las Vegas – cancelling of the residency thing happened she went on like a two-month hiatus or something like there was no instagram posts no one heard anything from her like she was nowhere to be seen all of these people were like where's britney where's britney hashtag where is she and then this um uh podcast like hashtag and coined the term free britney because they had heard that she had been put into she got a yeah they got a they got a voicemail from yeah they got a phone call from a paralegal who used to work on the conservator uh, the conservatorship team. But it's it's a it's anonymous, but they like it's not like a they say that they're a paralegal, but it's it's mostly an, it's an anonymous uh, call. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying that she has been put away, uh, like kind of involuntarily into a mental facility for the past two months. Uh, yeah, and then that, like and with that, that news, the the, the, free, the that being on the podcast. Uh, the the show exploded and the information kind of blew up and that was how like the the movement really kind of picked up from yeah. there. Yeah, and people, I mean, like I don't you know know, but like people people sort of um have disputed that phone call and said, oh well, this other person and this stuff said no, it was voluntary or whatever. I don't know whether or not. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I mean, like there is no way of like no exactly. There's, yeah. Like there's no way of verifying any of that stuff. Like but it, it sounds but, from what you just said about her not taking her medication. And then her dad being like, well, if you don't take your medication, you're not doing the residency. It sounds like that would be an involuntary. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Seems yeah. like it, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, and this is the this is the conspiratorial <laughs> yeah, end yeah. of it, yeah. So, yeah. Um, on the uh, 20th of February, a small clash happens in Askaram after word gets around. <laughs> What? Excuse me. <laughs> what <laughs> I'm reading reading the r- wrong wrong notes. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> what did you so just the read? Kajali massacre happens <laughs> where a bunch of Azerbaijanis <laughs> are fleeing the city of Kajali. What are you doing like fucking are you doing like David Bowie, William S. Burroughs paste ups or something? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Oh my lord, I'm a little drunk. <laughs> You'll have to forgive me. Been at a barbecue. <laughs> Been at a barbecue. It's true. Yeah, well, yeah, all right, yeah, I guess, yeah. So, yeah, like, um, that podcast comes out and then the Free Britney mo- movement explodes and, yeah, that sort of analysis of uh, of her um, Instagram presence becomes like a sort of running, yeah, you know, like ARG sort of thing online where... What's, um, what's ARG? What ARG stand for? Like, uh, augmented reality game, you know, like, it's like... Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> But yeah, it's like it's a thing that people, it's a thing that people are very invested in, and 
I think that uh, uh, in their hearts they are they are like doing it because they love Britney and they want to support her, but then they are also probably getting wrapped up into the fun of this weird sort of investigation. You know what I mean? Uh, so this yeah. is the stuff where they like go, oh, she took a photo of like a, like a, 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 yeah. a the sun through a hole in a fence and that's her saying that she wants to do this or she wants to get out or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because yeah, she... Of which, like, I mean, I suppose it could all, this could be true, but it's speculative is the point, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And so I think, yeah, like, there's, you know, she talks about being, a, you know, a Southern girl and an American girl. She talks about freedom and stuff like that on her Instagram and how she really loves freedom and all this kind of shit, which, you know, coming from anyone else would be a totally normal thing to say, but coming from her, it has a lot of connotations. And, yeah, yeah right. obviously, say, like, she she does... Uh, does not enjoy the freedoms that a lot of Americans do. And mm. so, like, when she talks about freedom, it does have a different sort of, you know, it's in a different context. But, yeah, but yeah. at the same time, it might just be her, you know, just talking about freedom because she likes it. Yeah, yeah for sure. It also mm. seems certainly from, like, my perusing in Instagram that, like, I don't know if it's, like, a medication thing or whatever, but there's definitely time periods where she seems a little more glassy-eyed than other time periods, right? Like, or a little a little more manic, maybe, like, in some of the dancing stuff and some of, like, the... I don't know, just, like, that's my just, like, looking... Yeah, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really, like, I don't want to comment on it too much because it's, like... Yeah, she seems a little frazzled, but that just may be that she hasn't Could be a lot of spent things, yeah. as much time like putting her makeup on and mm. she just likes dancing. And and, and know, that's also sure, 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 something yeah. that I think we have to realise is that we've never seen her without, um, like, you know, without... Oh, what am I trying to say? We've never seen her through a genuine lens. Like, we've yeah, always true, seen her true. in tabloids, on screen, on performing and that kind of thing. But we've never seen her from her perspective and how she wants us to see her. So, like, this could just be exactly who she is and we're just not used to it and we're just like, oh, she's so weird and different because we've never seen her like this before. And, and also the, the people change. It's like, you know, I've been through, like, psychotic episodes or whatever and you come out of, like, and not to say that she did, but, like, you you come out of, like, Big big things with mental health or big times in your life, and sometimes your personality is very different from beforehand mm. as well. You know, like it, you know, there's, yeah, there's sure. there's yeah, always well, pe- that truth as well. Yeah, Definitely. yeah, but I think yeah, I think that like, like the because she's in this conservative, like because she's in this uh, situation, it's really hard to gauge because I think that like that's one of the things that social media does is a lot of the time it's like you do see at least like uh, what looks to be a more genuine version of someone yeah, because yeah. like they, they aren't in an interview and they aren't necessarily performing. Oh, at least like it's a bit more intimate, you know, it's yeah. just like, it's me holding my camera, like holding my phone and pointing the camera at my mm. face. And there's not like, there's not a million people around. It. Yeah. 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 But then it, the, the situation that she's in kind of brings the question of like, does she have control over her phone and all of this kind of stuff where people uh, think that yeah. like, you know, you see, you see. Sometimes, like uh, she's she's really into roses, which I'll I'll get into in, in 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 a moment. But she's really into roses, and so she posts a lot of photos of roses and flowers and stuff. But then occasionally she'll post a photo of a rose that's just like a stock image of a rose, or or an image for of a ro- or, or an image of a rose that you'd get off uh, like Google Images or something. And you look at the comments, and a lot of them are like, "Oh, what?" So she has like she's been refusing to send send you the like any new updates, and so you have to post this like fake photo of a rose, you know? Uh, 
Uh, oh, so so this so the theory is that she isn't even controlling her own Instagram. No, no. So she uh. like the theory is that she's like sending her content, like she she's given her phone to like create a bunch of content, and then they pour it through it and and like you know admit stuff. And then they yeah, yeah they post it yeah. Uh, as, okay. Yeah. Right. So they can kind of like they can redact and all that kind of stuff. As, uh. So I, didn't, um, I didn't know that. That's interesting. So like the free yeah, Britney people won't follow her on Instagram. Like oh, no, no, they they follow her, but um, because like I yeah I I mean that's the thing. Like it's hard to. These are all conspiracy theories, and so they're hard to kind of. Um, uh, they're not super cohesive. <laughs> yeah, know, of course. And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different um, people. Yeah, like there, there was a moment where uh, I guess. Yeah, I'll talk about uh, this Project Rose thing. So, she uh, posted. Uh, I didn't see these. I couldn't find these photos on her Instagram because she posts a lot on Instagram, and I and I think that maybe these could have been in her story, but apparently she posted yeah. like seventeen photos of her wearing the same top, the same shirt. This right. like floral shirt, and um, and all these people like started saying like, oh, you know, you're just recycling. Whoever you know, like that same sort of thing. Like, she hasn't been sending you content, so you have to recycle all these photos or something like that from this one photo shoot, this one day where you got to take a bunch of photos. Oh, and, okay, uh, right, right. And then she jumps on her on her story, and she's like, um, uh, no, I, I this. This was actually I don't I don't recycle photos for for Instagram. All of the photos I post on here are like at max one month old. What this actually is is a new project that I'm working on called um, uh, Project Rose. I think yeah, yeah Project oh, Rose. Um, and so like immediately people are like, what's Project Rose? Is it a is it a is it new music? Is it right? Okay, some sort of coded thing? Is it yeah? They don't know what it is. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, People start drawing this link to um, Project Rose, which is like a, an Arizona um, police initiative. Okay. Uh, like, <laughs> which I'll, like, I'll okay. This is this is really where it starts to like get. This is, deep. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is kind of strange. This is a bit of a stretch because, like, I mean, she seems like she's into social justice, but I don't know if she's like this deep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It. Well, what's pro- <laughs> uh, uh, what is Project Rose? I'm interested. You can <laughs> Project the- Rose is uh, uh, reaching out on sexual exploitation. It's a uh, it's a collaboration between the uh, Phoenix Police Department and the Arizona State University School of Social Work, where twice a year, like a hundred cops sweep through the city city for two days, what? and. Um, Round up sex workers through like like oh, uh, like um, uh, people selling sex on the street and then like online stings all this kind of stuff. They round them all up and they take them to um, they process them in this way where um, if they don't have prior charges uh, of like drug abuse uh, or, or and if they don't like uh, show signs of drug abuse and that sort of thing. They stick them into these like like re-education programs. Oh, this is fu- is it? This churches. is this is real. Oh this is God. fully. Real. This is a real thing. Yeah, oh, no, this Jesus is an actual Christ, thing. That's fucking yeah, awful. And it's Whoa. so nasty. It's like you know, gay conversion, but for what sex work. Fuck? That's terrible. It's like trying to get people, like trying to get women off the street and into into respectable uh, workspaces. Yeah, and fuck so that shit. It's a it's a obviously it's a really really nasty thing where yeah, you are yeah, yeah. you know imprisoning people uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, to do yeah, what yeah. you want and go against their will and so people have drawn the link that like she's called her thing Project Rose and this is named Project Project Rose 
Because she feels some sort of like uh, sympathy, like she's in the same position, or just because. Yeah, 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 and and I mean, like reading through it, I was like, oh yeah, like if like to put myself in the in the in that sort of mind frame, I was like, she is someone who's been criticized for her sexuality th- for most of her life. Yeah, like, yeah, I can yeah. See where she would like make the that virgin connection. whore complex, or like, yeah, but I wouldn't necessarily Madonna. say that... Madonna whore. Sorry. That's the complex. It's called the Madonna whore complex. Ah, sorry. Okay, the Madonna, whore, <laughs> the Ma- the Madonna whore complex. If that's a, the right way of saying it. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. No, but, okay, um, go but yeah, I, I I mean, like, I think it's a bit of a stretch personally to think that she has been researching various um, has sex work police initiatives across <laughs> yeah. the country yeah, and right. found this <laughs> one in yeah. Arizona <laughs> and decided to name her thing <laughs> after it. Where it could but, be, um, where it could be like when she really she, does she just like love roses, roses yeah. as well. <laughs> Don't we all <laughs> it just though? Happens to link up, <laughs> but um, yeah. So that was uh, so that was like how she kind of justified the I'm whole thing. And it is a very strange. Called, le- I'm starting my own project called Project Flat White. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be big. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of people talking about what it's going to be, uh, and I saw just at the end of my research, I saw that a bunch of people have um, pointed to the doco. So uh, all of the interviews in the doco framing Britney Spears um, are sat in front of a uh, like oh, a wall yeah. of roses. <laughs> like right. that's just the backdrop for for every interview, and so a lot of people are like this was Project Rose. This, she knew about it. She was working on it. it this is Project Rose. Right, right, Which I right. think is a bit of a stretch. I think yes. that it's probably whoever did the production design for that doc was like, she we really know that Britney roses. Spears loves flowers. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. We can put yeah. a bunch of roses behind them because sure. it's a nice background. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's all it really She seems is. to really like roses. She does. She posts about them a lot. I, but, you know, I think that's just like virtue of being stuck in your... Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Sure she's got yeah, some pretty yeah, extravagant yeah. gardens. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah. Got to take some joy in what you can, like, where you can get it. And I imagine yeah. that, yeah, for, for sure, someone for like sure. her, that'd be flowers. Mm. <laughs> so, um, uh, then yeah, I'd like to continue on the Instagram thing. There's, um, there was a moment where, um, she posted posted a video where uh, she posted something, and then there was a whole bunch of comments underneath uh, saying like, "Oh, we hope you're okay." I think this was kind of towards the beginning of like everyone starting to understand the conservatorship and all this mm. kind of stuff, right? Right. And the theories that she was being like held like as like under house arrest, you know, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so someone comments on the thing on the on the post saying, uh, "Are you okay? If not, um, wear a yellow t-shirt in your next post." And sure enough, she she does in her next oh. post, like like she's wearing a yellow t shirt, and she references mm. her yellow shirt in the caption to the vi- in t- uh, to the photo or the video or whatever. Right? It was. Okay. Sure. Sure. Oh sure. my goodness! And so then someone says, um, uh, "All right, like just to make sure this isn't a coincidence, can you wear a blue shirt in your next post?" And yeah, she like she does wear a blue shirt in the next post. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But the thing that you know, again, like it, it like. Standalone is very compelling, but this is amongst like thirty thousand comments. I imagine a good chunk of them saying, "If you're not okay, wear this color T-shirt." I feel like sure, there wasn't sure. A whole lot of T-shirts that she could have worn. Yeah, and it, and it also wouldn't have been a cry for help. You know, I mean, there's also she mm. could be she could be crying for help, and that could mean a lot of different things. And like, uh, yeah, it could even be that like that this conspiracy theory is absolutely true as well. Like, I I wouldn't. Yeah, no, yeah. totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, like, I just saw a video on YouTube the other day of a of a prisoner of war. 
blinking in Morse code the word torture or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, these like, measures are taken, of course. Mm. So I'm not going to like completely. No, but out the they, but yeah, but it's open to interpretation. I guess is like for the most part. Yeah, 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 yeah. and it's just like and. It's one of those things, right? It is like some it's it's engagement for the people that are that are invested in this sort of investigation. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. But it doesn't really have any real world consequences in terms of like freeing Britney, you know? Yeah, like, sure, uh, sure, sure. There's nothing you can really do with that information. Is is is, is there like that is a question? I guess you kind of just answered, but like, is there, is there some active plan to like how are we going to get her out of this? Is there like something? This disgust, I don't know. I, like, I, I kind of feel like there's a separation between the the sort of online um, uh, investigation and the kind of uh, actual sort of activism that can be taken. Where I think that people like engaging online about like what all of these things mean, but then a lot of the time, <clears throat> the best way that anyone can really do anything is to go to the courthouse on the dates that she like where things. Which are. they did. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. they do, yeah, yeah. and 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 that's all really good, and like. And the kind of like standard online activism campaign. Yeah, but it's online like activism. Making heaps of posts and, mm. and getting the free Britney hashtag blowing up. But yeah, so yeah, like uh, essentially the most of the conspiratorial end of it is just like people pouring through like um, pretty much everything she's ever kind of put out in yeah, yeah. Since, since it all began. And so yeah, there's like heaps of conspiracy videos on YouTube and stuff like that. And yeah, like I said earlier, like a compilation of... Um, well, tell us some of them. Yeah, I find them yeah, so interesting. Going to. Oh, sorry. <laughs> now. Yeah, like compilation of all of these like hints that she's dropped. And so, yeah, I've got a couple of them written down, like some of the more notable ones that I like thought were compelling. <laughs> so uh, one of them, uh, one of the biggest ones, which again, I, I mean, I, I guess I can stop saying it after I say it this time, that... These uh, it may just be expressions of of, of an yeah, emotional yeah, sure, feeling sure. rather than any sort of um, uh, like insinuation of a real life situation. But she <coughs> very often like appears in cages in um, in her like live shows and in uh, music videos and photo shoots and stuff like that. Like hmm, interesting. Which yeah, hmm. like. Cages are a good thing for choreography and stuff like that. Like, they look good on the stage and she can kind of pole dance a little bit on the bars of the cage and that sort of, like, all that sort of shit. And, you know, like, feeling caged as an emotional metaphor is, like, not, you know, it's, like, not a groundbreaking sort of idea. But in this context, it, it takes on yeah. a kind of... Yeah, yeah, meaning. sure, sure, sure. Um, there was a there was a, <clears throat> a voicemail that uh, was leaked... Uh, to her, one of her lawyers um, back in 2009 saying that um, her dad, Jamie, had uh, threatened her, like, the custody of her kids uh, if she didn't sign up to the conservatorship yeah. and, like, yeah, this actual, that, like, voicemail audio of, of her, like, s- saying that. Seems totally credible, Jesus. like, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then um, <clears throat> there's a... In the um, <laughs> there's a great one that wasn't <laughs> didn't say much but just made me laugh. Where in one of her Las Vegas shows, she's like, uh, I think she would get someone to come up on stage and dance with her, and uh, and she's saying like, I don't want a man to come up here, and she's like, you know what? All men can suck my fucking toe, <laughs> 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 which I thought was fucking awesome. That's <laughs> good. I think I'd that. never heard her swear before. It was great. <laughs> it's the best context <laughs> to hear it do it. 
Yeah, there was a moment in one of the the um, Vegas shows where she's like, uh, like she's up there on stage and she's just doing a kind of like in between songs like banter, and she's kind of walking around and there's like no music playing and she's holding a microphone. She's like, "This is crazy. This feels like illegal for me to be holding this microphone and I can just talk to you guys." Yeah, which is right, like right, right. this kind of sad sort of thing where you can like, you know, looking through it in the particular context you can yeah. see like uh, there's something she really wants to say like, yeah for sure probably for a sure. lot she really wants to say that she she just, can't, like, can't yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and, then, um, and, and, and there's no like so there's no ongoing theory that like do, 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 like I mean it's hard to generalize but the people generally believe that like she has no mental health problems at all they think that, that she's being drugged or they think that it's a combination of both or, or what is like like, what is is the idea that, like, if she wasn't, like, uh, under the conservatorship, she'd be totally mentally sound? Or is it that, you know, like, I know that it's hard to generalize, but, like, what, is there anything on that at all? Yeah, I don't know. I think that, um, I think that most people acknowledge that, like, she is, like, a troubled person. Yeah. Um, but I think that the general consensus, which I definitely agree with, is that, yeah, like, she's a troubled person in the same way that, like, I don't know, well, like, 80% of the world yeah, <laughs> is a yeah, troubled yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and she does, like, yeah, like, like, the, yeah, there is no justification for what she's going through in terms of, yeah, like, yeah. like, where her mental health is. Like, she, yeah. Because, yeah, she's, like, a lucid person. Like, she seems like a totally Oh, for sure. Normal, I mean, she's... Like, I, yeah, if, like, if the conservatorship ended tomorrow... I don't think a single thing would change. Like, yeah. in like, you know, she wouldn't go through another breakdown. She wouldn't, like, nothing insane would happen. She wouldn't like die. Yeah, tomorrow. well, it's, uh, under under like the circumstances of her conservatorship, like, I could be under a conservatorship, or like, you know, <laughs> yeah, arguably absolutely. anyone, any of us could be. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's kind of like I don't know if, if you're kind of finished with your your bit there, maybe. Or, uh, but I've just got one more. Oh yeah, tiny yeah I got a bit then, about yeah. the about the clone. <laughs> Oh, what? I didn't know about this. This is... A okay. clone? Uh, I, this is like, you know, because I was really digging... I was trying to find some of the more absurd the, conspiracy the theories stuff, that I could. Yeah. Um, just for fun. And I couldn't find much, but there is a small clone conspiracy. I suppose like this Apple is the Avengers QAnon one. link, like, oh, link to QAnon that I've heard. About. Yeah, yeah. And it's. I think it's probably one of, the, one of those things that gets talked about more than it gets practiced, if you know what I mean. Sure, but, sure, um, sure. Yeah, I do think that it's just echoes of of Avril Lavigne's clone conspiracy applied to Britney. That she yeah, like there is like people think that she died in two thousand seven, like during her uh, her meltdown. She died in that time, and since then it's been a clone. And I know that um, <laughs> like uh, that that conspiracy kind of um, blew up again, uh, sort of recently, where she posted a photo of her um, without any makeup on, uh, wearing just like. Uh, like a flanny and like a pair of jeans, and it's kind of like a photo from like a like a bit of a distance away. But there's all these people being like completely wrong <laughs> body shape. Like <laughs> try better next time. All this kind of stuff. But like in the post, like in the caption, she's just going, "Oh, uh, you know, I just like sometimes I feel really insecure about not wearing makeup, but sometimes you really just have to do it." And so that's what I'm doing here. I'm trying to like. You know, like break out of my comfort zone by by being vulnerable, and then all oh, of their fans are all like, going like, "Fake person." <laughs> try better next time. Very <laughs> close. There's a scar in her so hand. Cool. Oh, on the back of one of the albums, she's wearing a walrus costume, and she sings about the walrus being dead. <laughs> Is she? There's the, like one of the I so when it, when I googled Britney Spears clone, 
um, one of the first things came the, fir- the first things that came up, which was weird and seems true, <laughs> was that her and uh, I think it has nothing to do with it. Um, was that her stylist, <laughs> her hairstylist? I think um, uh, in COVID this year or last year got his dog cloned. And what? actually did that. <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> about? Like fifty grand to get his French bulldog cloned. Is that all? It what are you talking about? You can't get, get something a good dog clone. <laughs> what are you crazy. talking? The hell are you talking? About? Oh my god! I can't get but only fifty grand. You can't get it's something less than a house. You can't get something cloned, can you? <laughs> he got his French bulldog cloned. Why? His Why? name is the French bulldog's. His first French bulldog's name was Machito. And then, <laughs> and then the French, the second French bulldog's name was Matcha Two. Seriously, you can Google Google Britney Spears clone, and it'll pop up. It'll be the first thing. But what the hell it's are you talking about? Cool. It's true. Yeah, no, this dude got his dog cloned. Why? And so maybe using the same technology that they used to clone Britney Spears, he was able to feed. Yeah, well, you got like, You got to start into that same machine. You've got to start <laughs> small. You can't start with Britney. You got to start with a dog, and then <laughs> and then the next thing is a horse, and then you can do a human after that. That's how. It yeah, goes. yeah. What is it a clone or is it? It's, yeah. it's yeah. Coming up next week, guys. We're, going to, <laughs> we're talking about clones. <laughs> you have two hours of us speculating about. It a is it a clone high, or is it? Let's get down to the bottom of a clone. Listen, guys. There was a guy in my high school that everyone thought was a clone because he didn't have a belly button. What? Okay, yeah. Right. I know. I was like, what? I don't it's think... pretty cruel. I think I've, I've so been away weird. from Australia too long. You guys seem to like being around all these <laughs> to clones. I've never seen one. Never <laughs> met or heard of one. <laughs> never met a clone. It's not real never in Berlin. Almost everyone I know is a clone. I'm pretty sure. Anyways, sure. back to Britney. Yeah. Britney so, b- is back. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Britney. It's Britney. Bitch. I, it is Britney. I'm back. Ah. <laughs> it's Britney. Britney is back. Coming back on the track. <laughs> Oh, shut up. Ready. Oops, okay. I've done it once Dance again. <laughs> Oopsie doopsie, I've done it one more time. Oh. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm a huge Britney fan. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to listen or see her when I was a kid. Oh, really? Too, yeah, too, pa- too, uh, too sexual. Too sexual. Yeah, wow. my parents were like, nah. Too kind of gay. Too. So yeah. I guess from like, I guess my, like in terms of like whether or not it matters what our opinion is, I think we're all kind of under the same, uh, it seems like the same opinion that like, there was a certain time when Britney Spears needed some help. This is my thing. She definitely did at some point seem to need some help uh, getting back on her feet. Uh, I don't think the conservatorship should have gone on for as long as it, you know, continues to. And and whether or not she needed it at some stage is kind of up for debate when like there's no legal mechanics to get her out of it. Um but yeah, I've, I've got so much sympathy for her, even b- before the conservatorship, like her whole life just seems miserable. And um, and I think it's a real shame, I think, like that beyond everything else, she can't perform anymore because it, from what, like, you know, a lot of the more speculative gossipy sources that I've gotten into, like, it seems like that was kind of her only outlet just about ever was like performing is the only way that she ever got just about any, anything, uh anything out there that wasn't poured over by everyone as much. Like she sort of had some freedom there. And I think it's such a shame. And also paparazzi are fucked. And I'm, I'm, uh, I, I, you know, I'm not going to come out and say that like, Oh, we've learned so much and we're so much better, but I definitely think like we, you know, like mental health, the way we view mental health has come at least some of the way it needs to go further. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, I hope that you know, like a uh, celebrity culture changes. Yeah, I think that I think that uh, she has like taught, um, yeah, like the tabloids a lesson in. I don't know, like, you'd hope in some fucking accountability would be nice, you know, like, to see, like, if you could get, if you could get Rolling Stone to, in their sympathetic, like, Free Britney Movement article, to acknowledge that they're a good chunk of the problem, that'd be really good. Yeah, yeah. No, they never will, because they don't have to, because they can just be and, like, and oh, I mean, poor Britney, and... and yeah. TMZ, which I really didn't really include into my research, because it's just people being like, ah, oh, she's ugly, or whatever, but like, TMZ are fucking, like, miserable people, Ugh, like, horrible. there's such a cynicism alive in that time where, which I'm also sure still exists, but like, terrible fucking people, like, you know, and... and yeah, I think it's just like, it's just, there's, there's no kind of capital to be made in such overt like nastiness I think yeah and I think and I think that I think it's mostly because of her like I think because of like yeah. how I think everyone did realize like silently that like oh we ruined that person's life hey for and sure but I mean they're also still situation. making big cash and I think I like I don't know oh, yeah for sure I don't know maybe I'm so wrong here but I feel like uh, it's easier now for uh, artists to like get famous on their own means and do it in a way that's more independent and there's less yeah. l- not gone but there's less of the culture from the 90s of, like, you know, kind of locking up uh, people in, in a room and, and controlling their every movement, and, like, while they're getting famous or to get them famous. And, like, uh, I, I hope that that degree of control is lost by more people getting famous from, like, I don't know, fucking TikTok. But or I also South think level. it's yeah. the, like, I also just, like, in that kind of um, note, like, fake news <laughs> is such a thing now. People are aware of fake news and tabloids are just fake news. And so, like, yeah. I think people can see – and, like, tabloids because it is all on social media now. Like, we get all of our content and all of our gossip or whatever, celebrity gossip from social media, from their social media channels. Like, we don't read gossip magazines. They're not as popular anymore. Like, we don't need them to find out what's happening in Britney's life. Like, we can just go to her Instagram if we want to find out what's happening, you know? Like, we don't need this constant... I don't know. It feed of information yeah, of, like... You know, Doing yeah. all of this research, watching the documentary and everything like I that. I think that we are on track in terms of treating human beings in general much better and but treating our celebrities a lot better as well and like not viewing them as just objects that we can use and abuse but actual people that have feelings. Yes. Yeah. Very Leave cool. Britney alone. Leave her alone. Leave Britney alone. Oh, I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Oh, yeah. Well, so did I. I was like, oh yeah. You know, that's it's right. been on my mind all day. I totally forgot about it. About. Um yeah. that guy was onto it. Chris Connolly or whatever his Chris name is. Chris Connolly. Excuse me. As ever, if you want to follow us on Instagram, that would be very nice at Opeds Podcast or www.cowardspace.com slash Opeds as well is the best way to... Yeah. You, and really, it's important if you want... It's important. <laughs> it's not important. It's important if you want to um, see our sources for the episodes, which I think like we really should point out. Like We have them all available, so you can also look at them and see if we've got something wrong or where we're coming from or whatever. Please email us if we if you think we've fucked something up or we're, for ideas. We want to hear... <laughs> very good. <laughs> very, very good. <laughs> I'm scared, Rachel, with my father. That's how much Zeb wants to hear from you. <laughs> That's how much... <laughs> <laughs> kind of a reverence you could expect. 
Um, uh, yeah, do you have anything else that I've missed? I can't think of it. Uh, yeah, we're on TikTok. If you go off heads podcast at TikTok, you'll oh, be, can we... actually no. If you go Mio's one on 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 talk and TikTok, you'll be able to see me and all of my TikTok beef. Oh my Please that's do. I'm plugging this week. Uh, oh, it's... and actually, no, wait. I'm plugging one other thing. Follow me on Letterboxd, and I'll follow you back on Letterboxd. Very, I don't <clears> know what that what is. movies I'm watching on Letterboxd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, What's my... Uh, you'll have to figure it out. I can't remember what <laughs> <my> <laughs> <name is. laughs> I tried to plug your TikTok to my, my good friend Joachim, and he did not like it. <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't speak TikTok if he doesn't find my shit. Right? <laughs> um, and, uh, and neither does Rachel. <laughs> Rachel just shakes her head at me all the time. I'm not allowed on TikTok for longer than like 10 minutes with Rachel's in the room. I think it's, it's the best That's thing. That's not true. Don't make me sound like that. You can do whatever you make me you. Uh, <laughs> I think you it's the best. Sound like I am the conservator of our relationship. <laughs> I think it's genuinely you it's the best thing that Zeb's ever done is that TikTok account. I, I really, <laughs> I honestly, I mean that. It really is. That's a that's yeah, it's a combo. Um, you can follow me on Coward Space at Instagram or go on my website www.cowardspace.com. Uh, by the time that this goes out, hopefully we'll have print books for sale. I've got a book by uh, Novella Drosophila about uh, lockdown. <gasps> politics in Berlin but I don't know if it's going to be out uh, hopefully it is I've got to do some hacking to get it coded into my website so let's hope so this is exciting you can buy it exciting time it's cheap I will buy it Thomas thank you very much Rachel do you have anything to plug I was just about to say something very funny, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> what was it? My butt? Yeah. <laughs> you can plug my bottom. <laughs> it's out there. It's that's in That's how I'm going to end this episode. <laughs> Actually, no. You could, yeah, that's how I'm ending. Goodbye. So you're not going to plug your Instagram? Oh. Pockmag.com? Oh, yeah. Well, Pockmag. Follow Pockmag. <laughs> Pockmag and my butt. <laughs> <laughs> my ears. <laughs> my ears. <laughs> Yeah, my ears. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, Rachel, can we get you doing that one more time? Okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> my ears. <laughs> uh, trying to my get ears. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get the New Yorkers. They'll appreciate your spunk. <laughs> She's a good yeah, girl. She she goes what's real. She gets it. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like that. All your That's new friends. friends. I, yeah, I work for, as a social media manager for a startup. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do content <laughs> blogging for a, a new app. That's how they. Do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, totally. All right. Anyways, I think we've had. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna stop. All right. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, th- thank you all for listening very much. Um, we are always appreciated. Uh, yes, we'll be back in two weeks. Okay, bye. Love you all. Bye-bye. See you later.